0: The pounding begins. The wagons are circled. Every wind is raided. It's football time in America, and this republic has never been stronger. The Sportsocracy. Beer City's best sports talk. Live from the Ingalls studio.
1: It is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, and we are seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat. It's Power Rankings Tuesday. We've got all of your recaps from Monday Night Football on the way. And I guess the first thing we have to say is T's and peace Nick Chubb. Woof good that night
2: was, that is the second one of those he's had in his career Ooh. that
1: was just awful looking it's it it was not good we'll talk about uh the future for the cleveland browns what's going on with deshaun watson Oof, he hasn't looked good and of course all your power rankings on the way today plus jeremy won in the vulture league or the vampire league I not did. the vulture league the I, vampire league i
2: did. Which means I get to steal a player from one Eric Miller who might have had the worst bad beat I've ever seen because yeah. guess who his number one running back was? Nick Chubb. Oh, and his number two running back now plays for
1: me. Oh, no. So congratulations to Flo Stradamus on that one. Uh, the New Orleans Saints improved to 2-0 last night with a win on Monday Night Football over the Carolina Panthers. We'll discuss the Panthers and their god-awful offensive line situation. Um you know we knew it was going to take time. That's where every panther fan has to be uh, at this yes, moment. Just because it's going to take time.
2: Because if you didn't have checkdowns at the end of halves, uh I think Bryce Young threw for 54 yards last night. <laughs>
1: uh indeed. Anyway, you can get in uh get in on the comments on the YouTube channel and yeah. You can also <laughs> do
2: what James Rorick did.
1: Oh, you you gotta, oh, sorry. You, you got to have a button on I'm your huckleberry.
2: There it is. There you go. Become a member of the House of Reprehensibles. That's our own little membership club. You get a, access to the Discord. Get a cute little beer mug next to your name. It's, it, it's that simple. And you get into the credits of the show when Jeremy remembers to play them. Because I <laughs> haven't for two days.
1: Indeed. Um, Hubert Queen says Chubb is done.
2: And I've I'm, heard a lot of that.
1: I'm going to tend to agree with him.
2: I've heard a lot of that, and and I'm not going to lie to you. I I struggle to believe that. I mean, yes, I know the injury was bad. I know it's the second injury he's had to the same knee. He looked like the best running back in the NFL. Yep. He so, was. for <laughs> me to just think that now he's uh, the career's over. I mean, there were a lot of people last night talking about the, uh, he, he'll never play again. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. I, I mean, we've it, come a long way with medical advances.
1: I have a funny feeling you're going to see Nick Chubb week one of next year with the Cleveland Browns. Ooh, I just don't know. I know it's physically possible. I mean, theoretically, it's possible in the medical realm to get this done, to get the rehab in for him to be out on the field. It's going to take a lot. Nick Chubb is, you know, I, I mean, I'm a Georgia fan, so obviously I've loved this kid for many, many years and he is not going to give up. No. He is an absolute warrior, and, and he's and built he, like a terminator. Absolutely, and he will put in all the work to come back. And yes, he w- he will come back. His career's not over. But when I hear Nick Chubb is done, or when I say Nick Chubb is done, what I mean is I don't think that he can be the number one running back in the league anymore. That ship has sailed. Unfortunately, we will get no more of that. Well, I mean, that's entirely possible. You cannot destroy the same knee twice in a career and expect him to come back
2: to that level. Well, I mean, if you're ever going to do it, it'd be now. I mean, we got Aaron Rodgers talking about playing in January. Yeah. So, and that's on an Achilles, which is worse than what Nick Chubb did to what we think. If you didn't see the injury, do yourself a favor. Don't search it on Twitter or you'll see what I see and it will haunt your nightmares. Mm Uh. I still think Nick Chubb will be fine a year from now. I've heard a lot of overreactions, in my opinion, that, that that's the end because he does have a lot of carries. I mean, he's 1,238 attempts in his career. Had a lot of attempts at Georgia. Yep. Uh, had a lot of receptions, over 100 receptions as well. So you're mm-hmm. talking uh, approximately 1,400 touches in the NFL? Yep. I've well, we always said 1,500 is where you fall off the cliff. That's where the descent starts. By the time you get to 2,000, you have appropriately fallen into the pit of misery. Mm -hmm.
1: We have seen a lot of guys be able to return and have decent careers after multiple ACL injuries. But I'm not sure we've ever seen somebody return from complete blowouts on the same knee twice. I mean, this is MCL, PCL, LCL, TCL, all of the CLs, The, the NLCS, all of it. It's just exploded for the second time, and it'll be the greatest comeback story. And we'll all talk about it. He'll be odds-on favorite next year for comeback player of the year when he returns and he's on the roster. But I just don't know. To me, it seems like it's never been done before, and I don't know that to be a fact. It very someone it's very been well done before.
2: It. I just don't know who it was.
1: Right. So anyway.
2: Uh, now, the, the the business which is at hand, which is football, Baby Santa in our YouTube comments asked, are you all in on Jerome Ford fab-wise in your fantasy leagues? Yes, sir. Uh, yes. Yes, sir. Because he looked like a dog yeah. last night.
1: And if you're in a deep, deep league, I remember saying on at least three occasions, y'all should consider Jerome Ford in a very deep league. Because that is a hell of a stash if something happened to Nick Chubb, God forbid. And I he came in last night and he showed it. He he did, and I think he'll be able to keep the the offense afloat. Uh he
2: looked he had a lot of bursts last night. He looked really, really good. And I'm not even just talking on the, the seventy yard touchdown run. I do find it really funny that in the same game, each team had a guy just get completely hemmed up on the sideline, reverse field and just go, Hey, there's nobody here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerome Ford will keep the offense afloat. That to me is not the bigger question. Okay. Yes. If you're in fantasy leagues, Jerome Ford's the number one pick of the week. I don't think it's all that close. No, they're not going to sign Kareem hunt from what I'm told that ended badly. Mm -hmm. There has been no contact there. Kareem hunt has no interest in coming back. They're rolling with Jerome Ford. They're rolling with, uh, Pierre strong that they traded for from the new England Patriots. They could add a third, but I don't don't think it will be anybody to jump up and down about okay so i'm all in on jerome Ford. i think he will be just fine he will keep the running game going for the for the cleveland browns that's not really what i want to talk about okay i don't know what has happened to sean watson i i, I oh, really don't i have a theory on what happened to him okay he got kevin stefanski what do you mean by that There are certain coaches that become coaches and they think that their system is the end-all be-all of how you should run offenses forever. I heard Troy Aikman touch on this last night. Mm -hmm. Deshaun Watson fits into what the Cleveland Browns are doing like I fit into a dress. Obviously, it's a terrible thing that happened to Nick Chubb. What is going to be interesting for me to watch going forward? is does Kevin Stefanski figure out that the way this team is currently constituted, I cannot keep doing what it is I'm doing. Deshaun Watson looks completely out of sorts in this offense. Mm-hmm. I've never seen him be more inaccurate. He looks like the quarterback I thought he would be coming into the draft. Indecisive. And, and I don't know if there's too much on his plate. I don't know if it's just not an offense that he's, uh, that he's used to. It's really simplistic. It's a lot of run the ball, throw screen passes.
3: It's not action. what Deshaun
2: Watson does. Mm. It's a guy that threw almost 5,000 yards with the Houston Texans. He wants to push the ball down the field, and he can do that. But you're going to have to put some elements of that spread that he was used to with with Bill O'Brien and with the Texans because this is not working. All right? Like, I didn't want to say this as clearly as I'm about to say it. I felt like Pittsburgh last night was one of the great layup bets of the week. Mm-hmm. Because we were overreacting to what we had seen the week before. I didn't see anything from Deshaun Watson in week one that made me feel really good. I wasn't scared yet because I hadn't seen it twice. Now I've seen it twice. And he does not look like one of the five highest-paid quarterbacks in the NFL. No. He looks like Kenny Pickett. Mm -hmm. That was the only thing that kept rattling around in my brain is the Pittsburgh Steelers are paying $14 for old Goldilocks over here that – Oh, he is worse than I thought he was. We'll get to that in a bit. But they're getting the same thing that Cleveland's getting out of Sean Watson. You've got Elijah Moore, who was open pretty consistently. Amari Cooper, who was not as hampered as I thought he would be. And the only thing you could do is run the ball. And I think the blame falls right at Kevin Stefanski. Yeah. Now, the question is, can he figure this out in short order? And I don't know the answer to that. Do you have any faith in that?
1: No. I don't either. I don't. I Remember, I kept saying all offseason long, I hope he can. I think he can. But I haven't seen him do it yet. And now that we're two weeks into the season, I'm looking at this going, this guy's, it's not there. And maybe it's, maybe you're right. Maybe it is the scheme. Maybe he just doesn't fit. Maybe he just can't, he can't figure out the scheme. But that's what, that's what gets me is that, you used the words what what did what were the words you used simplistic scheme if it's so simplistic then why can't deshaun watson do it, it I, well
2: that's you're getting into a much more complex question
1: and i understand that but that's but when i hear things like that and i go well deshaun watson is we all felt like he was a good quarterback. We watched him lead the league in passing yards and be able to do the highlight things with the Houston Texans for God's sakes. Why can't he do it with the Cleveland Browns? Well, because you're asking him to do something he's never really done before. Think back to when he was at Clemson. Think back
2: to when he was with the Houston Texans. I'm going to spread it out. I'm going to have three reads. I'm going to go first read, which is usually the, the, the the big gainer. Mm Mm-hmm. Then I've got a mid checkdown, and then I've got the final checkdown. But that's ha- what he does, right? But you've had a year to figure it out, no, and that's fine. And this is this is one of those things that people treat NFL teams like they're playing Madden. Like I, I've said this with the Jets. Oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers goes down. Well, we'll just go get Kirk Cousins. This ain't Madden, all right. He does not just show up and all of a sudden know the playbook because the plays are printed on the field. Deshaun Watson does not fit into what they're doing, mm-hmm. and he's never going to. And 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 maybe you're, you're going to have to adjust to him,
1: not try to get him to conform to you. Thank you for saying it that way, because maybe it's not him. Maybe it's not him having to learn how to manipulate the Kevin Stefanski system as much it is as it's a marriage. Right? We've heard this analogy before: a coach and a and a, and, a, and an athlete. It kind of has to be a marriage. Your scheme has to kind of match what the guy's talents can be. So is it a bigger indictment on Deshaun Watson that he can't run Kevin Stefanski's system, or is it a bigger indictment that Kevin Stefanski can't realize that Deshaun Watson has some inefficiencies in his system and he needs to tweak it to his strengths? Well, the
2: thing that would that would be an indictment to me is it. it Kevin Stefanski's been a high-level power offensive coordinator, head coach for five years in the NFL. How many times has he finished top 10 in points? Once. Once. How many times has he finished in the top half of the league in points? Three times. It's once. Same answer. Okay. I don't think he's as good of an offensive coach as people want to make him out to be. And what I saw last night, the best a quarterback has ever looked under Kevin Stefanski was Kirk Cousins. Mm -hmm. Can we unilaterally agree that Deshaun Watson and Kirk Cousins are different quarterbacks? The skill sets are different. The things you do well are different. Mm -hmm. They're both talented, but they don't fit in the same scheme. Kevin Stefanski's trying to make Deshaun Watson Kirk Cousins, and that is dumb. That's like buying a Maserati and taking it to go get groceries. Mm -hmm. You have this tremendous talent. You're not using it. Deshaun's not getting out of the pocket the way he did in Houston. He was one of the first... I can really bust you with my legs. I don't do it that often, and I don't have to, but when I need to, I can.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Now it looks—it almost looks to me like he's being reined in and being told not to break the pocket, make the throw. Don't subject yourself to the uh, to the risk. And he's never going to work that way. And there's almost a part of me looking at this, going, "This might be what Stefanski needed." I mean, it's awful that Nick Chubb got hurt, but now you're going to get out of this. We're running I-formation, 12 personnel. Let's see Deshaun Watson run an offense from 1989 Mm -hmm. and see how that works. Yeah, That's not what he does. And I'm going to say something, and a lot of you are not going to like it, but it's the truth. Deshaun Watson wouldn't have been in this league in 1990. Because what he did was not a 1990 skill set. It just wasn't. right. We didn't have quarterbacks in large part that did what it is that got him here. So now you're trying to shoehorn him into this offense because it's what Kevin Stefanski does. You don't have the cachet to make him bend to you. He's the guy that received MVP votes, not you. Right. You're a coach that we all believed in, but you really haven't proven anything to me other than you can run the ball and you can hire a defensive coordinator that has made your defense terrifying. Mm-hmm. But if you want to go to the playoffs, this all rides on Deshaun Watson. And I'm putting it right in the lap of Kevin Stefanski of figure it out. Yeah. You're the one that didn't want Baker Mayfield. That didn't work out. We've got to move on. I need another quarterback.
1: All I, right. We got one. I can't. I, I, I don't know. It, it's hard for me to imagine that they went through this process of the controversy of going to get Deshaun Watson and making the trade and taking all of the PR hits to make this happen. Andrew Barry making all of this happen and just going, yeah, we're going to make him fit into our scheme. Like n- not ever thinking that we're going to bring him here and let him do what he does. We're going to have a system that benefits mm-hmm. him. It's I, hard for me to imagine that they would go through all of that to make him into something. He's not. I, I agree.
2: Uh, two things in our YouTube chat that I want to hit before we go to commercial break one nation underground asked chances. Watson gets suspended for the little shove he had on the ref. I. Uh, Ten percent, i could say su- it, it may be the nfl see something that i didn't mm-hmm. and it was more egregious than what i saw what i saw it, you're probably gonna get fined but i don't think he gets suspended Yep. uh and Stephen Tao said just admit watson will never be what he was i think he can be i don't know that he can do it with kevin Stefanski. right and i got news for you if one of you doesn't make it to week one of next year it ain't deshaun watson no it's not deshaun I think Kevin Stefanski's got 15, 15 games here for his NFL head coaching life.
1: I would agree. And I think it's the, that's the way it's always been. Because he hasn't done anything. We've, we've expected him to lift this team. And sure, sure, he got Baker Mayfield to a playoff win but what else you got to show for it? Woo, he got Baker Mayfield
2: to a playoff win where the Pittsburgh Steelers were literally down 7 nothing on their first offensive play. Ooh,
1: speaking of that, saw the same thing last
2: night in reverse.
1: You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville.
2: Are you Beer City's best fantasy football player? Your chance to prove it is back. The Sportsocracy's battle for the belt is back for year two with two ways to win. Our standard contest and the new Eliminator Challenge for the most hardcore of football fans. Play fantasy football with us every week of the NFL season and compete for a cause with proceeds benefiting Evelyn Charity's St. Nicholas Project. Register today at thesportsocracy.com and take your shot at the title
1: of Beer City's Fantasy Football Challenge. The best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP. The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors. With zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual. With
2: white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries. There's a flavor for every fan.
1: The Beast unleashed six percent alcohol by volume unleashed responsibly must be 21 or over beast unleashed available at your local retailer rogue combat club Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training has a goal for our community one that's stronger more fit and unwavers in its support of one another rogue combat club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in brazilian jiu-jitsu muay thai and wrestling Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. The Sportsocracy. <laughs> you two are just dumber than a bag of hammers. Last night on Monday Night Football, the Pittsburgh Steelers beating the Browns at home. For the 20th straight time. They've also won
2: 21 straight home games on Monday Night Football.
1: That is insane. That is
2: the craziest stat I think I have ever seen.
1: And to do it the way they did it with, you know, the, the two defensive touchdowns. Four turnovers in the game last night for for the Cleveland Browns. And, I mean, now, two and, of them and go and I gotta for i got to say six. something
2: because we're, we're going down a path in the YouTube chat. Deshaun Watson did not get exposed for anything last night. See, to me, that's one of those takes that people make that drives me crazy. Last night was fully on Kevin Stefanski, in my opinion. You Mm -hmm. may have seen that differently. Other people may have seen it differently. I'm not sure that there are, in terms of offensive coaches, I'm not sure there's five in the NFL that would have lost last night. I really don't. Pittsburgh did not do anything offensively to beat you. Yep, no. George Pickens got loose. I didn't even get in
1: the red zone.
2: No. The Steelers- George Pickens got loose one time. You gave up two defensive scores. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I have to say this because I thought it was the coolest thing I've seen in a long time. T.J. Watt is just a dude. Did you see his interview after the game? No. So, Lisa Salters, I think, was the one doing sideline last night. Okay. She goes to get T.J. Watt. All right. He he had the, the – the scoop and score that was who she wanted to talk
1: to. and he set the sack record last he, he
2: did so that's who lisa Salters wanted to talk to did you see his response no he went and got alex highsmith and said you're coming with me yeah i love you it. deserve to be here as much as i do absolutely and that was the first words out of his mouth the night he breaks the pittsburgh Steelers sack record the first words out of his mouth were i just want to say how much of an honor it is to play with this guy yep that is who I want on my team.
1: Absolutely, that is the guy that I want leading my locker room. Right, because it started with Alex Highsmith getting the interception to score, you know, nine seconds into the ball game, and then it was Highsmith that knocked the ball loose on the scoop and score by T.J. Watt. They were just they were all over Deshaun Watson last night, forced the interception, mm-hmm. forced the fumble.
2: And here's the thing; those are two tremendously good defenses. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, yep. Defensively, they are everything I thought they were. Offensively, <sighs> you have got some problems. Problems. Absolutely. Because Kenny Pickett is bad at football. And he has not gotten better. I don't know if maybe if we just run preseason defenses where we don't show you anything exotic and it's just the most vanilla crap that we pull out of our playbook, mm-hmm. then
1: Kenny Pickett's an NFL quarterback. Well, I mean,
2: other than that no he's the same guy I evaluated
1: right. coming out as a 24 year old rookie right that's why i said at the end of the preseason i'm not buying it this whole five for five nonsense that y'all keep talking about well kenny pickett never he he, he was on the field and they never didn't score a touchdown when he
2: like come on oh you know what it was uh Hu- hubert queen in our youtube comments what he, he told me what the problem was with kenny pickett what was that he he, he
1: doesn't, he doesn't do anything real special and they still want to, you know, they still want to live by Pittsburgh Steeler football, you know, ground and pound it. And you know, I'm starting to become
2: of the belief that maybe you're not wrong about that Jalen Warren thing because he looks like he's in fifth gear. And Najee Harris is stuck in neutral. Mm-hmm. He did have a couple of runs late,
1: but there was a lot of bad before those two good. He's not doing him, doing himself any favors. Um, and that offensive line continues to be a problem for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, yeah. I, I mean, as far as the Steelers going forward, I mean, what, what are you expecting? I, I mean... They're on par with the New York Jets to me right now. That's ironic you said that because the last
2: two hours of the show are power rankings and the Jets and the Steelers are right on top of each other. Because they're
1: like the same team. You have a hell of a defense, but your offense just keeps stepping on its own shoelaces. Yeah, but one of them's got Brees Hall and the other one has Najee
2: Harris. So you can assume which one's higher than the other one. Yeah. The, I the problem I have for, with, with the Steelers, you got two weeks to figure this out. Cause it gets ugly in a hurry. This team should be three and one, Mm -hmm. even two road games. You're going to the Raiders, to the Texans. You should win both of those. Yeah. Because neither one has an offensive line that can deal with TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith. But from there, you got to score with the Ravens. You got to score with the Rams who apparently are witches. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing I can figure out the Jaguars, the Packers, that Browns team. Again, the Bengals, there's a lot of games where you're gonna have to figure out how to score points uh and and calm down george pickens what he was irate by the end of last night Mm -hmm. in not getting the ball
4: Mm -hmm.
2: just (laughs) r e
1: l a x it's not gonna brother Oh, I know he's, he's not. not.
2: That's the reason he fell in the drafts, because he's got a okay. horrendously bad I was, attitude.
1: I was wondering if we had forgotten that. No,
2: every coach he's ever had has said, when he doesn't get the ball, he becomes kind of a malcontent. Right. Which is, you're, you're,
1: you're getting closer to that he's got by a, the day. He's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder, and just shocker of shockers. I mean, why do the Pittsburgh Steelers always find the exact same receiver? Oh, yeah. Every Super freaking talented. time
2: super talented bit of a head case
1: does not have it between the ears super talented bit of a head case Mm -hmm. because george pickens will throw down on anybody
2: oh yeah but talent was uh i did not know he had that gear when he gets behind when he gets neck and neck with the safety and just goes and supercharger yep didn't know you did that
1: he's quite talented now also, winning last night on Monday Night Football was the New Orleans Saints, taking down the Carolina Panthers twenty to seventeen. There was not—if you were a fan of offense—you flipped it over to nah, something else because it, <laughs> it wasn't the Cleveland game, uh, and it definitely wasn't the New Orleans Carolina game. Not a lot to sing about on the offensive side of the ball. The def- it was—it was a hell of a defensive night. I mean, between the Steelers and the and the Browns and the Saints and the Panthers, I felt like every defense shined way more than the offenses did.
2: Can I just say something, and, and I mean this from the depths of my soul? Why can we not have two Monday night games every week? We're going to next week. Uh, okay, so we do it for two weeks and then you take it away from me. All right, this, this is like buying me a Super Nintendo on my sixth birthday party, and then by the end of the day, you've already taken it away from me because I'm a
1: jerk. <laughs> All right?
2: I, no. I, I want to play Ken dripping Jr. Like baseball right story. now. Ah!
1: That was a very personal story, wasn't it? It
2: wasn't, but I, could, I faked like it was. Oh, okay. It's, we need That needs to happen every single week. Two Monday night games. Let's go. Mm-hmm. If you want people, to, if you want people to see all these teams and to have primetime games, there's your next iteration of this. Two Monday night games because when one of them's awful. You just go, boop, turn the channel.
1: One of them will always be better than the other. Mm-hmm. And uh, and 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 this and, Monday night, seven fifteen start for fire them cannons against the Philadelphia Eagles.
2: What? Let me uh. I'll go ahead and tell you, that's going to be a lot to a little.
1: My feelings already hurt. <laughs> yeah, they should. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the Rams taking on the Bengals, which could be the surprise of the night. It could be. You could also have Jake Browning
2: playing quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals, which, which is less than ideal.
1: Yeah, would not be great. And then ooh, Cincinnati opens up 0-3. Did you have any takeaway from the New Orleans Saints last night? Um, Not necessarily. I mean, the defense was fine, and... Your offense is there. It's not clicking on all cylinders, obviously, because Alvin Kamara is not there. And I feel like I, I feel like they'll take a step when that happens. But I fully expected Derek Carr to come in last night and just carve up that secondary. And I actually felt like the secondary played well. The, the, the Panthers' defense held up nicely.
2: Uh, Chris Olave and Rashid Shahid, dogs. Michael Thomas, dog. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you bring back Alvin Kamara, you're going to be just fine. Yep. And then I don't have to see Taysom Hill run anymore. And that makes me very happy. I, I, I there is something about him that drives me completely crazy. I see that seven under center and I just go, Oh good God,
1: what are, are we, we doing, doing this again? dennis allen he'll never go away from it. I j- hell I they, they have to justify his paycheck somehow aren't they still
2: paying him 10 million dollars I, j- I hate him so much i mean i'm sure he's a nice guy and he probably helps underprivileged children and donates to charity but he just has a face that I, it makes me angry
4: <laughs> i need him to do something name.
2: about his face and the way he runs yeah he runs like a combination of a constipated dog and kyler murray and it there's something about the way he moves that irks me
1: like he's constantly got a pole in the keister, just uh, uh, trotting around like the tin man. Like he, every he, time he runs down the field, I expect to hear chunk,
2: chunk, 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 chunk. He just he runs like a dog with the truths g- g- combined with Kyler Murray, and I hate it. It makes me angry, and I want it to stop happening.
1: <laughs> um, Saints are two and zero. Oh, the Panthers are zero oh and two. Yeah, and guess what? The Saints are going to win a whole mess of games. They they are um
2: because they you know, play got- virtually. think of any bad team in the nfl and i'll tell you what week they play the new orleans saints because they're all there mhm houston texans uh that is in four weeks indianapolis colts that is in six weeks denver broncos they do not play denver ah. that, so that was the, about the only one that you could have said they that were gonna here. run the gamut on yeah the- they play your buccaneers twice obviously they play the bears the vikings uh, the Giants. Woo. New Orleans Saints, you're gonna win a mess of games. Hey, Not could, sure that you're great, but you're going to go to the playoffs as a two or three seed. If we
1: could catch them without Marshawn Lattimore, we might be able to win another game.
2: I'm gonna say you don't. <laughs> Is Baker Mayfield still your quarterback? Yep.
1: Okay, that's all I needed to know. Hey. That hey, defense
2: against Baker Mayfield. He's
1: played two of the worst teams in the NFL and he's looked just fine.
2: Yeah. If you got to play all oh. bad
1: defenses you might win seven games <laughs> but you
2: don't But it starts this oh week. they're doubting us
1: yeah that's your Actively. latest that's your latest buckaholics page headline they're doubting us again yeah because we played dog water teams
2: oh uh <laughs> your first two opponents uh start power rankings the next hour we don't make it to the 30 break Mm -hmm. we don't make it halfway through the next hour before both the teams that you have played
1: are mentioned yep yep saints are gonna win a lot of games they're tip top in this division and i don't think it's all that close after seeing two games of my team two games of the atlanta falcons i honestly don't think anybody's close with the saints I don't know. Because they're going to get. I mean, the Falcons are the closest. Because they'll be full strength when Alvin Kamara comes back, and then they will be hell on wheels to deal with. You're in the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM at 1400. It's time to get just a bit outside when we come back. Ingalls Distribution Center in Black Mountain is hiring for full and part-time. Positions available as order selectors, forklift operators, loaders, housekeepers, and more. Training is provided and there's opportunity for advancement. Ingalls Distribution Center offers full benefits with competitive wages, 401k matching, and PTO accrual will begin your first day. Attend our hiring fair on September 21st from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and apply online at ingallscareers.com. Ingalls Markets is an equal opportunity employer. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The Sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Welcome back into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Follow us on all the social medias at the Sportsocracy. Time to get just a bit outside. And, uh, you know, the, the approval rating for Congress has has never been lower. Well, that's uh, because you keep electing people like John
2: Fetterman, who may or may not be alive, and wears shorts to Congress. So, <laughs> hey, here's an idea: maybe run two eligible mm-hmm. candidates. Not mm-hmm. see which one of the which corner of the crib with the dirty diaper in it smells worse. Look, over
1: the years, we've had a lot of people in Congress get in trouble for doing nefarious things. I mean, one of them a couple of days ago, Lauren, vaping in, a, you in a
2: movie theater,
1: yeah, doing hand things that Re- you're not supposed to. <laughs> Representative Lauren Bubert just uh, out here doing stuff in public. I don't, you know, the whole Anthony Weiner thing, if you've forgotten about that. Best name in Congress ever. Or could that record be broken? Could we have Representative Gronkowski? Oh, good Lord. (laughs) So apparently Rob Gronkowski was on Capitol Hill the other day. Um, He was promoting a movement to stop the spread of superbugs amongst animals. Why
2: did you say that word? Because I
1: I don't know what that means. Uh, I I mean, I've never heard of superbugs, but apparently that's going around in the dog and cat community. Anyhow, he's a big pet lover. Apparently, he was on Capitol Hill as a spokesman for this movement. And uh, let's see, the spectators, Adam Foldy was interviewing him and asked him if he would ever consider a run for Congress, to which the all-pro tight end said the answer is not a no, quote-unquote. That means the door is open for a potential run for office. Now, now, I don't know if he's just doing that thing that Gronk does of I'll never rule out anything and don't threaten me with a good time, because if anybody had ever coined that phrase... It's, it's Rob Gronkowski. There's not a single challenge that you could lay before me that I'll go, no, I'm not interested in that. I mean, you could, you could say, Hey, let's jump out of airplanes with no parachutes and see if somebody could catch you at the ground. And he might say, yes, he would leave the door open for that. I think this is what Congress needs. And he Uh, would get, uh, he would get elected in a heartbeat. Oh yeah. Do you know where Rob Gronkowski hails from Buffalo? No, no. No, no, no. Where he lives currently. Oh, I don't know where he lives. He lives in Florida. He lives in Florida. Um, The state of Ron DeSantis? Oh, so you're telling me Rob Gronkowski, when he runs for office down there, so they're just going to say no? He would win in a landslide. It would be bigger than uh, Heath Shuler winning here when he ran for Congress. People love voting for football players. Remember Herschel Walker, how close he got.
2: He's a big dumb bear, folks. Oh Yeah. He's a big dumb bear. He's no bigger or dumber than John Fetterman, though. So, I mean, that is one thing. He would not take the mantle of being the dumbest politician.
1: Hmm.
2: And he would also shotgun more beers than every other congressman put together.
1: On the floor of the And I am
2: here for that. And he would keep a seat warm until... North Carolina representative Congressman Mullet shows up to join. (laughs) My story is from Buffalo. We often tell stories of Buffalo Bills fans doing crazy things, but this past Sunday, a 29-year-old male who was not identified in the story may have, have set a new record. He fell into a pit at a construction site. Apparently, there's a construction site right beside... Uh, the, the, the the stadium there in Orchard Park. Mm-hmm. Don't know 100% what you were thinking, don't know, but I do know what you were doing. Around 12.18 p.m., this is according to the Buffalo News, a man went into a portalette. That is a portable toilet, because apparently those two words are too long to say, so we had to combine them. He went into the portalette, and he covered himself in fecal matter. Oh. No, then that. exited it and got naked, at which point he jumped a construction site fence and went streaking right into a 30-foot pit (laughs) where police arrested him. Good for you. What could possibly have led to all of this? In the report, the man said it was some combination of being loaded up on alcohol, LSD, cocaine, and maybe even a little marijuana. that do it. He could not remember. That is an Ed's one whale of a cross buzz, And you know what that leads to? A <laughs> cross buzz. In the police report, I'm going to read this verbatim. As the sheriff's office helicopter, Air One, descended toward the scene, the man, as he laid in the, p- in the pit, gave the peace sign to the helicopter crew with one hand while making an obscene gesture with the other. <laughs> Stay classy, Buffalo. Two up,
1: one up. Let's go. Stay classy,
2: Buffalo bill's mafia let's go buffalo hey hey, hey. that is Uh that's root that is that's the definition of you should have gone home 14 Amstel lights ago no doubt good lord now i want that to be my new move obscene gesture and peace son just that's people yell my name on the street and that's just what i give you like I don't, know, I don't know if that guy was coming or going. It just, he doesn't really seem to know if he was happy or mad. That's Jeremy Green in a nutshell. Yeah. The one thing I won't do? It's just an old crapper tank, people.
5: <laughs> oh! oh like <laughs> Kicking wings! Stop it! Six. Somebody yeah. help me! Yeah.
2: I will not go full. I got the poo on me! <laughs> that I won't do. No. Every man's got to have a line. That one's mine.
1: Nah, uh, good for you. I'm glad you have one. We've established that now. Uh Carolina Panthers, let's talk about them for a little bit here. We'll be kind. They're at least as kind as we can be. Well, uh first off, we opened up the show with the Nick Chubb thing. So, I'd, let's open this up with T's and P's for Shaq Thompson, who broke his leg last night in the first half of the game against the New Orleans Saints. Panthers dropped to 0 and 2. As I stated earlier, the defense played well, surprisingly well in the secondary, in my opinion. The offense cannot generate anything. And who's at fault for this?
2: I, I mean, I don't think anybody's at fault. It's just, it's what happens when you trade away your best playmaker and all that draft capital to get up there and get Bryce Young. I mean your your best playmaker right now is Adam Thielen, mm-hmm. who I think is three years younger than me. I threw my back out one time getting my mail. And I'm not saying I'm the peak of physical conditioning. But We're aware. Adam Thielen is hey, I'm in better it's, shape than you are. Okay? Not even close. A hundred percent. Let's go run a forty and see whose time's I higher. Would smoke you. You are on you are on recreational drugs. <laughs> I've seen you run. But that, that's what you got. Is It's Adam Thielen, and it, you're still trying to get Jonathan Mingo going, which is the only one that can really get over the top.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And now, for the unfortunate part, uh, there, Carolina Panther fans, in the words of one Karen Carpenter, we've only just begun because you play the Seahawks, the Vikings, the Lions, and the Dolphins in your next. This team's going to be 0-6. Yes. You know, you're going to be 0-6, and, and you don't have your first-round pick. hmm Now, is that a cause for concern? no okay i mean i told I mean, you you're it wasn't not expected be... to beat any of these teams so i told you it wasn't gonna be good i told you this was going to be a slow start to the season mm-hmm. and then the schedule leans out and you get a lot of texans and colts and bears and you'll have some wins but last night you had 200 and what was it 236 yards of offense or something insane like that 39 239 and probably a quarter of that, at least, was on checkdowns that Dennis Allen had no interest in stopping. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you had Saints plus, minus three and a half last night, ha-ha! That's what you got. He's <laughs> signed obscene gesture. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's not good. The, the offense is awful. They can't run a greasy peg up a cat's keister and – you know, the Miles Sanders thing, we were all so excited about that. You ought not be. Yeah. Because he's been horrific. It, it it
1: hasn't gone anywhere. And this is just a – I mean, it's a learning process, right? It's Bryce Young getting, getting the work in, recognizing what's going on. Because from what I saw of the game last night, and I'll be honest with you, I could not stay up for the whole thing, but of what I saw of it, there were plenty of times where Bryce just didn't look like he knew what he was doing, where he was supposed to go, what his next read was well, supposed to be. Well, he's a little shell-shocked right now. And most of it was after the play had already broken down, right? He he pulls back, and the pressure starts coming, so he's got to do that rollout thing to escape the pressure, and then it was almost like he didn't know what was going on. Like, I don't know where to look. Nobody's open. And maybe that's it. Maybe nobody's just nobody's getting separation. So he's got nowhere to go with the ball. I and... well, mean, who
2: do you count on to win? Yeah. And chuba hubbard was the second leading receiver last night i didn't know he didn't have 10 thumbs jonathan mingo they really tried to get him involved but there's just not a lot of chemistry there right now mm-hmm. i mean mingo looks fine and he's going to be good down the line when when him and bryce get on the same page dj shark one target miles sanders three catches four yards uh, there's just nothing there this was my fear going into the year is that you have not given him any form of weapons Because you don't have anybody that wins consistently. Okay, Adam Thielen can average seven yards of reception because he's coming out of the slot and he's a good route runner, but there's nothing else there. You get into third and eight, and you might as well go ahead and punt it because you're not going to convert this because there's no trust. Mm -hmm. Bryce does not. That's what young quarterbacks need is the guy that they can count on when things break down. I, my hope was that that would be some combination of Thielen and Hayden Hurst, and you'd be able to get DJ Chark over the top and Mingo over the top, and that would be enough to make this offense even competent. I would argue this is the worst offense in of the league, and I'm not sure it's all that close. Really, who's worse? Yeah, who's worse than what you saw last night? It couldn't. It didn't hold my attention for more than three or four minutes at a time. I don't know. As soon as Pittsburgh-Cleveland started, I think I turned back over there twice because I knew exactly how it was going. Was Houston in the ballpark? C.J. Stroud threw for 384 yards last week. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying C.J. Stroud's better
4: because mm-hmm.
2: he's not.
1: It's a much easier matchup for him, though.
2: It was, and that's fair. You've played what I think to be two really good defenses in the, in the first two weeks of the season, mm-hmm. and and this doesn't set up well. I still believe Bryce Young is going to be the franchise quarterback here. I think he's everything that he was billed to be. It's just going to take some time.
1: Yep. Yep. And Frank Reich apparently catching some heat for the play calling already. As well he should. I think as well he should. That that
2: was my biggest takeaway in the first half was, man, Frank Reich is not doing anything to make this easier on, on Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. There's just no layups. That's that's what I want to see out of an offense. I, I said the same thing with with the Jets and Zach Wilson and the 49ers with Trey Lance. You're never giving him a layup where he knows I'm going to be in front of the chains because on first and 10, it seems like all they do is run it right up the gut on first and 10 and now it's second and nine. Mm-hmm. You have an incomplete pass and now you're horribly behind the chains and Bryce is having to make a play. That's on Frank Wright. And I think he, he owns that and he deserves it.
1: Yep. Um, one Nation Underground says, how's Von Bell working out? Well, he had an interception last night. I know that much. So, I guess working out okay. He's one I mean, of the, the defense he was one is of not, the bright spots of the, the defense. The, the, the defense is not really the problem. No. No. Frankie Louvu was a dog last yeah, night. Yeah,
2: every time I see him, I'm like, oh, yeah, we couldn't find the money to pay him. <laughs> he would have been fun against Dak Prescott.
1: Right. Um, is uh, the defense is fine. It's the same thing we've been saying about him for since Matt Rule, right? Since the Matt Rule hire, the problem's not the defense. The problem is the offense. You can't figure out how to score points, can't figure out how to get good quarterback play out of this team, and you're two games into a rookie year. Yeah, but I Just mean, this, be this realistic. is not the time to give up. Though. No, be realistic about what this kid can be. And I saw so many tweets on Panther Twitter last night about how dead the stadium was and how nobody's, you know, everybody's booing, everybody's upset with Bryce Young and the play calling and blah, 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 blah. Like, I get that you're mad that you're losing, but guys, you've got to, and and you got to at some point get behind your guy, right? Yes. I mean, I thought it was ridiculous when I heard Greeny say this. I think it was yesterday about Zach Wilson, of Zach Wilson comes out and he stinks on ice, then we shouldn't boo him as New York Jets fans because we got to build up his confidence. Screw that. He's had his chance. We can boo him out of the ballpark and I don't even kind of care. Bryce Young's a different story, right? He hasn't proven that he sucks at football like Zach Wilson has.
2: I I mean you know how I feel about booing so I'm actually going to agree with Greeny on that one with Zach Wilson mm-hmm. who's also by the way only like twenty one months older than Bryce Young.
1: Yeah, I was going to say at some point you don't you don't get the benefit of the doubt anymore.
2: Uh, Adam Andrew Ayer says it looked like what we ran in high school and we were awful. Yeah, that's about that's about how I walked away from it. Yeah,
1: it's apt for the Carolina Panthers offense. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville.
6: I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis.
5: At Ingalls, we're proud to sponsor area athletics at all levels, whether we're building new fields for t-ball, celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park. We're here for the fans no one gets the dedication to the home team like you guys and we've got all the sports you can handle it's all in the bag ingles low prices love the savings
6: our communities are filled with wonderful people who make living here great at home trust bank we're proud of that and that's why we focus on helping homeowners prepare for what's next. Our local mortgage bankers have the experience you need and exceptional personal service you'll appreciate. Home Trust Bank is ready to help make a house your home. When it's time to buy, visit your local home trust branch or go to htb.com forward slash mortgage.
1: If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Welcome back into the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Play DFS football with us each and every week. The battle for the belt. Proceeds from the contest going to Eblin Charity's St. Nicholas Project. Get in on the contest. You, there's still time. Just because the season's already started doesn't mean that you're going to be ineligible for the playoffs. Nope. And you can do, as
2: several other people are doing, it's $5 a week if you want to play every week and not give the big donation all at once. Uh, This week's winners, Shane Bounds, just absolutely boat raced the field. Uh, He (laughs) hurt our feelings. He literally could have had any player on his team not show up and still beaten everybody. That's impressive. So good job, Shane Bounds. Eric Miller. And Adam Black. Those are our three automatic playoff qualifiers. And since we're talking about Eric Miller,
1: he lost to me in the Vampire League, Uh, which means I got Jameer
2: Gibbs. Uh, I completely housed myself in the Vampire. Uh, We're not playing this correctly at all, but it's beneficial for all of you. And I have a win and a player and I get Jerome Ford because I have first
1: priority on waivers. You're in the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. Get in on the battle for the belt and help out our friends over at Eblin Charities. St. Nicholas Project. The link's in the description of the YouTube video. Also, you can find them all on the website, thesportsocracy.com.
0: The Sportsocracy. It
1: fires me up, man. I oh, look, say it one more time. The Sportsocracy.
0: Shake it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. are armature, actually. You just have to... Get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery live from the Ingle Studio.
1: It is the Sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM 880 AM 1400 The sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeart Radio app. Seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to the sportsocracy.com, click the live video link. Subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat. Also at the is where you get in on the battle for the belt. All the links in the description of the YouTube video as well. Proceeds from the battle for the belt, as always, going to Eblin Charity St. Nicholas Project. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday here in the Sportsocracy. And, Jeremy, it's like we say every year or every week. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. There you go. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. Worst team in the NFL. And number thirty-two is the Houston Texans. Hmm. I'm surprised they're your last team on here. After throwing for three hundred and eighty yards or whatever the hell it was uh, this Woo-hoo! past weekend, CJ Stroud and the Houston Texans. Awesome. Over you, the uh... you, you threw for a lot of yards. Yeah. You yeah, also made
2: Anthony Richardson look like uh, Michael Vick times ten. Unfortunately, he got a
1: boo-boo on his head and had to go sit down. Yep. Uh, still lost the game, though, because that was the important thing, right? When you're the Houston Texans and the Arizona Cardinals, one thing you want to make sure to do is continue to lose games. Just keep losing. Texans lose 31-20 to to the Indianapolis Colts. This is the worst team in the league. I mean, is that even debatable? No. Damian well...
2: Pierce can't get going. I mean, I just... I know a lot of people got really animated because, yeah, they they did run for some yards or, or throw for some yards, excuse mm-hmm. me. I, I just don't care. It, it just means absolutely nothing to me. Yeah. You're going up against arguably the worst secondary in the league, and that's what you're
1: revved up about. But between Nico Collins and Tank Dell,
2: I do find CJ it sh- funny that I specifically remember myself saying I am desperate for a receiver, but I'm not Nico Collins desperate. Yep, yep that that didn't age particularly well.
1: No, it did not. Um, and I just you know C J. Stroud gets his legs under him here. If he can play bad defenses a lot, then that might be you know some pieces to have. Other than that, this is not a good football team. No, it's they're just they're bad. They're so bad, bad, how bad, big bad, is bad. the jump? from 32 to 31 where we find
2: the denver broncos let's ride. let's ride yeah that team is a horrific
1: horrifically awful Yep. i have been holding out hope that at some point we'll see a turnaround for russell wilson and hey the stats were good this week 308 yards passing three touchdowns made the hell mary throw at the end of the game out there doing MVP-type stuff against the Washington Commanders. Awesome. In a game that you had to rally back and, you know, there was the complaint that you got hosed at the end on the two-point conversion call, but I don't see it that way. To me, it was a no a good no call. Yeah. Um. I, I, you get no sympathy from me. And you know how I feel about the Washington Commanders. I'm not a big believer in them as a team.
2: Oh, I am. So, I believe in Washington quite a bit.
1: When you lose back to back weeks, first to the Raiders, who I really hate, I'm just embracing it now. I'm not even. You're not even, gonna, even trying to hide it anymore. Well, I mean, apparently, I apparently not. Everybody's going to believe it anyway. And then the Washington well, I mean, you, Commanders.
2: You, you've proven it over uh, over many many
1: years. But have they ever proven me wrong?
4: I didn't say. Okay. That, All right. Didn't say I that they had.
1: I just wanted to check. I mean, they did that one year where where know, they, they really made, the made the playoffs.
2: I made playoffs. Made the playoffs. You said they were off.
1: A lot of good that did for
2: you. I'm not, did. Hey, there's only one winner <laughs> every year. But uh, I mean, is there any team in the NFL and and this is a lot of people probably shocked that I have Denver that low. Mm-hmm. Is there any team with less? to be happy about right now than the Denver Broncos? I mean, you're looking at the bottom of the list here. Look at those bottom five teams and tell me they don't all have something to be happy about. Do the Broncos?
1: No. Not really.
2: No. There's nothing there.
1: I mean, I struggle to find out what number 30 is happy about right now. (laughs) Uh, I could tell you. Cause they got a quarterback, but ain't too good at footballs. Number 30 this week, the Chicago bears. <laughs> you know what?
2: Fate to complete. You got me. All right. Thank I you. fell for the bad schedule. I fell for the DJ Moore edition. I said that. And again, I never believed in Justin Fields. I just looked at the schedule and went, he's hard to game plan. You play a slew of bad defensive teams. That'll be enough, surely, to, to to win you some games. Nope. Nope. He's actually worse than I thought he was, which is hard to do. Somebody that I believed in this little, and you have found a way to, actually, shockingly,
1: mm-hmm.
2: best my, my low bar for
1: you. But, is it coaching? Is the coaching the problem? The coaching
2: is awful,
1: but so is Justin Fields. I was going to say, is is, is, it, is it or is the coaching bad because he's so bad? Because he's so limited. And the reason I ask this is because on the interception that he threw at the end of the game, right, they, they, they get the ball with about three minutes to go. Tampa's just taking the lead. They've got a chance to drive down the field, score some points, and win this thing. Well, they ran the same play from the same formation to the same guy three times in a row. They got flags thrown on him on the first two plays of that drive. And then he throws the interception to Shaq, who went, Oh, you're doing the same thing. Oh, you're again? running that same Here, exact play it. again? Cool, right. let's do that. And he reaches out and snags it out of the air because of course he did. Because he had just seen that play twice in a row. Luke Getze, is he a moron?
2: I don't think he's a I don't think he's a good coordinator. But one of the things that... This is why I rail on Kevin Stefanski. You have a talent that's as as good as Deshaun Watson. And you make him look like Justin Fields. Mm -hmm. I get it when you have a mediocre quarterback. And Justin Fields is the definition of mediocre. He can't throw. His decision-making is horrific. Even with DJ Moore, who had a pretty good game against Tampa Bay. Doesn't matter. I am to the point... The, the Chicago Bears, it doesn't matter what you put around him. He is as bad as I tried to tell you was when you drafted him. You traded up. You gave up the draft capital. Now, here's the bright sunny side. You're not winning many games. You're not. You have nowhere to turn. You're not giving this to an undraft, undrafted D2 rookie in Tyson yeah. oh, they,
1: oh God. Uh, you're
2: not giving this to Nathan Peterman.
1: No, That's changing quarterbacks is
2: not an option. So, I mean, you're going to ride out the string with Justin Fields. bad thing is you could have gotten something for him in the offseason. Mm-hmm. His career is done. Some of the things I hear about Justin Fields from people in the NFL are damning. One Nation Underground in our in our chat said, wait until the Bears, Bears draft Marvin Harrison Jr. They're not going to draft Marvin Harrison Jr. Because they figured out it's not the weapons. We got to get a quarterback, mm-hmm. which means look for Caleb Williams, Drake May, Quinn Ewers, Michael Penix, Shadour Sanders. One of those five will be the starting quarterbacks, Chicago Bears next year. Yep. Because Justin Fields does not have it, and he's not going to. Facts don't care about your feelings. Yep. And to me, it is abundantly clear. Will they win some games? Yeah. I'm your Huckleberry. Whoops. Sorry, That's didn't right. mean to cut you off That's there. All right. Meant to put my finger on the button, not <laughs> press the button. Uh, our buddy Matt, he said, as a Broncos fan, I couldn't agree more to their ranking at 31. If you have comments to your team's ranking, feel free to throw them out there. Super chats always help. You know, we're, we're, we're radio
1: guys, so we're poor men. We
2: appreciate those
1: all the time. Mm-hmm. Never trust an Ohio State quarterback. I'm going to keep saying it. Maybe C.J. Stroud breaks that. He was good this past week, or at least had good numbers this past week. But it never works out well for anyone who tries it. And I don't know why you try it. And the Bears have put themselves in this position. They had to trade up to get him, or felt they had to trade up to get him. And now what are you left with? This is what happens when desperate teams reach for quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. However... I will continue to say that I think they made the right move here. I believe they made the right move in making the trade with the Carolina Panthers. And now they have now they have an opportunity to go get that quarterback in this offseason. The problem is you've got 14 more games here that you've got to deal with old pudding pants. Well, I mean, and the
2: bad thing is that you may accidentally win too many games to take yourselves out of Caleb Williams' And out of Drake May, and then you are hoping Shadour comes out, or that Quinn Ewers is the prospect that you and I want him to be, mm-hmm. not necessarily the prospect that a lot of other evaluators see him as. So i I am not so sure
1: that I agree with you. There is six to seven trap games on there. I mean, if you are if you are looking from maybe we can be at the top of this draft, like they play the Chiefs next week. <laughs> and that's not going to go well at all. uh That will be a ho- what is a whole lot to not little Bob. Then they go Broncos, Commanders on the road, Vikings and Raiders at home. Those are four games that maybe they could sneak up and win. Then you you see how this pattern goes, right? We're going to give them a little hope. We'll get to four and three, and then we'll just win one game over the rest of the season, and be just outside of being at the top of the draft with five losses or five wins. I just, you know, I'm going to
2: say the same thing I said in our YouTube comments last night when I posted the, uh, you know, we had Trevor Lawrence and all the all of the quarterbacks that had not lived up to expectations. Maybe I shouldn't have used the word bust. I mean, it's bust to me because yep. you didn't do what I wanted you to do. Uh, but all those Justin Fields apologists, you know, it's weird. I've, I've heard from them for three solid years. Last night? crickets i kept looking at my phone like hey where are you at thought my service had been disconnected i went paid the bill an extra time just because i knew (laughs) those justin fields people had to be out there somewhere yeah they never showed up just like a little kid waiting at the bus stop nobody ever came to pick me up
1: all right uh we have uh, i mean there are there are some dog water teams in the nfl this year those three Take the cake so far through two weeks. At number 29, the they do, Indianapolis Colts. They do have a win, so Woo, there's yeah, that. Matt Buccaneers
2: have two of those, and guess what? You ain't going to wait that long to hear their name either.
1: <laughs> yeah, Indianapolis. I mean, Anthony Richardson going down with the concussion, that's the one thing. I mean, that's the nightmare, right? That's the, When you saw that you, that you were drafting this guy, that was the nightmare everybody had, wasn't it? Because it, I, I'm not an Indianapolis fan, and I had it. Every time I see that big, tall, super athletic guy who's going to put his body on the line, I go, oh, dang it. Because I know that's coming. He got hammered on the second touchdown run of the game that put him ahead 14 to nothing and slammed his head, the back of his head on the turf and concussion time. Well, I mean, the good thing is you had Gardner who came in and was actually really good. I
2: am incredibly impressed at how Shane Steichen has gotten the ball to Michael Pittman. I thought he was irrelevant with Anthony Richardson. He's actually one of the leading receivers in the NFL. Really? He is, i can't remember exactly where he fits. I uh I, I was reloading fantasy projections and I saw his name and went did not see that coming.
1: Really? this past week he went eight He's for sixty six. Really? 16th in the NFL in receiving year. All right, so he went 8 for 97 in a tutty in the first game and then 8 for 56 in this past game. He also is 4th in the NFL in targets.
2: If you had told me before the season that the top four NFL target getters would be Michael Pittman, number four, Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, and Puka Nakua, you're a witch. You're a witch. Nailed it. And I don't know how you knew that, but you're a witch. Nailed it. You have a Ouija board, and I'm scared of you now. Look, Indianapolis, Anthony Richardson's been fine. I think he's been the most impressive of the rookies, even with a concussion. Mm-hmm. You're up 14 nothing five minutes in against a bad team. You want to win a few games. You're seeing enough from the offense. You still have a talent deficiency,
1: but you'll be fine. Just mm. give it. You're going to be bad this year. Yep. And then we'll see where you go in a year. Big question hanging out there. What can you do about Jonathan Taylor? That's gonna hang over you for a yeah, while. That's huh? that's gonna get loud again very soon. Uh Cleveland Browns. Just waiting to just waiting to hear those rumors. The that's Cleveland Browns happened. are calling on uh Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, that's not happening. It's not happening with Kareem Hunt. It's Jerome Ford. Jerome Ford. Because your fantasy life depends on it. Is that what you're saying? No. Okay. <laughs> I haven't been in
2: one league. I frankly care less. Um number twenty eight. The Arizona Cardinals. Are you talented? No. But you try really hard. And that's two weeks in a row. You have given two NFC East teams everything they wanted and more. Mm -hmm. But you still lost. And that's what you want. Because the Houston Texans are awful. And you, record-wise, will be awful. Mm -hmm. But you're going to learn a lot. You're going to learn a lot about who you have hit on rookie-wise. I'm seeing some players that I didn't in any way expect to be productive for them. I mean, look, Arizona is giving all of the effort to Jonathan Gannon, and I respect that. That is all I can really look for with a rookie coach with a team that is this bereft of talent.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: You're going to have two – I think you're going to have top two picks in the draft. At worst, you're going to have two top five picks in what might be the best draft of my lifetime. You want something to hang your hat on? There it is. You've already I think you hit on Paris Johnson. I know there's been some inconsistency in the first two weeks, but I think you hit on him. You get Kyler back. He swears it's gonna be sooner than later. And you're gonna have the opportunity to put some weapons around him. Yep. That's uh, a team you don't want to play. They're not
1: good, but they're scrappy. Yeah, and I was I was terrified for a second for football Farley and every Giants fan's livers. Watching the first half of that game, as they started out with the sixty to nothing deficit on the scoreboard for the first two and a half or game and a half of the season, and then the offense woke up in the second half, and Cardinals remembered, oh yeah, we don't we win. want to lose, we don't want to win these.
2: Yeah, football, Furley's liver's a lot like mine. It's gonna take the beating regardless of the score. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, but the success that the Cardinals had. I looked at more as a failure of the Giants. I did not. Did you not? No.
2: Okay. I, look, that team is flying around on defense. Mm-hmm. They don't have the talent to keep up with NFL teams. But what I'm seeing in Arizona, you give that a year or two,
1: and they're gonna be they're gonna be tough. You're in the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. It's the power rankings Tuesday, and we continue next with number 27. The best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP. The Beast
2: Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors. With zero caffeine and zero sugar.
1: Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual. With
2: white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries, there's a flavor for every fan.
1: The Beast Unleashed. 6% alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer.
6: Real estate isn't about properties, it's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina.
1: The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays.
0: The Sportsocracy.
1: Why are you smiling? Because I love football. It is ESPN Asheville, and you are in the Sportsocracy. Coming to you live from the Ingle studio on a Power Rankings Tuesday. Number 27 this week, Jeremy. Wow, wow. The Carolina Panthers. Yeah, the hometown team. We already talked about them in the last hour, last night, losing to the New Orleans Saints, the offense doesn't look good. The defense is fine. It's the same old story, right? Yeah, I mean, this is going to take time.
2: Carolina really is the living embodiment of you've got to stop. you got to kind of pump the brakes when you've got a whole new coaching staff, basically a whole new offense, a new defensive scheme. The defense is working out. It's just the rest of it is not. Bryce Young is fine. Panther fans, are E L A X. I'll channel my play quarterback and tell you to just calm down. Is that what we're calling him it now? Was, yeah, he was my play quarterback. Mm-hmm. I'm also just uh, I'm totally stealing his bum. So now it, we will have dogs and bums
1: because I'm doing that as well.
4: Okay, yeah, that's, that's fine. fine. He's, right. he's my quarterback. Um, I'm
1: allowed, like 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 Carolina Panthers offensive line.
5: Boom!
1: There you go. <laughs> yep, yeah, bad. Huh. Just you can rearrange
2: those deck chairs all you want to, but the violin player's still playing, and that chip is right.
1: <whistles> I love too the explanations of last night of how they've shuffled this around to try to make it work, and I'm like, okay, this is—I mean, this is like playing three card monty, right? You're—you're you're just you got to find the queen somewhere, <laughs> and, a, and maybe Keep we're gonna eye on the lady. Right. Let's,
2: let's, all you want to find is the lady, <laughs> right?
1: At some point, we're going to find a hole that Ike Maquano can fit into where he looks like an actual NFL lineman. Oh, I know what hole that is. Uh, it, it starts with a
2: G and ends with Ard. Yeah, that's where he belongs. Yeah. That's where you should put him immediately. Yeah. Uh,
1: number 26.
2: The Minnesota Vikings. I tried
1: to tell you. Yeah. To be fair, you did. You kept saying that this was going to be a god-awful team, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to believe it. I guess I didn't think that the defense would be this bad.
2: Oh, the defense. Because is, they're, the def- this is the worst defense in the NFL, and I'm
1: not sure it's even all that close. Right. Because, I mean, there were there were times where I was watching the Tampa game going, any team better than us would just be walking the dog on you right now. And then I thought, well, the Eagles are going to do it. And then the Eagles played probably the worst game offensively that they've ever played, or at least in this era. And you still lost. Still find a way to loss. lose.
2: The the, the Vikings, I've, I've never seen a team on Thursday Night Football. Look, I, I love Al Michaels and I love Kirk Herbstreit. But the fact they kept lauding – This, hey, look, they're dropping eight people to keep Jalen Hurts from doing that. Yeah, the problem is they're allowing eight yards of carry as they're doing that, Mm -hmm. which that's not good. I mean, I, I don't know what you're supposed to do. You can't stop the run with six in the box. You have to stack the box to stop the run. You've now had two teams. Your team didn't do it much, but they didn't have to. And Philadelphia just obliterated you running the ball. And if you look at who they play, That's going to continue to be a problem Mm -hmm. for an extended period of time. Mm -hmm. Have you seen their schedule? I'm looking at it right now. Oh, Chargers. Mm. Yeah, I think they run the ball pretty well. Uh, Panthers. There's one for you to get back on track. Chiefs with uh, Pacheco. Oh, and then you play the Bears. That's a game they can win. That Mm -hmm. is a game the Chicago Bears can win. Oh, yeah. If they figure out that uh, Justin Fields needs to uh, run the damn ball.
1: Yeah, Minnesota, it's the it's the surprise for me. I know it's not to you, but it is the surprise so far to me. And they deserve every bit of this number 26 ranking.
2: Because everybody got locked into, oh, Kirk Cousins, oh, Justin, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. I yeah. never doubted that. You can't run to save your life. Oh, but Alexander Madison, he's almost as good as Dalvin Cook. Okay. It's like handing me a gluten-free pizza and telling me it's almost as good as Papa John's. No, it's not. You know why? Because it doesn't have gluten. You know what gluten is? Uh, it's an old Anglo-Saxon word for good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just
2: handed me a good free pizza.
1: You're not allergic to gluten. And nobody's, so, nobody's
2: allergic to gluten. Ah, there are some. It didn't exi- Gluten didn't exist until like 2014. There are okay? some.
1: There are some with a There's legitimate There's a difference allergy. between
2: allergic and it makes you go oops <laughs> yeah you ever heard somebody say hey i'm allergic to dairy no you're lactose intolerant you eat it and it will end bad for you that doesn't make you allergic okay <laughs> my best friend is allergic to bees he meets a bee and he dies you meet gluten and you feel a little bloated and have to spend a extra minute in the room of shame <laughs> that's your problem not mine
1: we're definitely renaming that the Room of Shame. <laughs> That's what we call it, Miles. Why am I not surprised? That's what it's called. Why am I not surprised? Because I'm convinced you did something in there yesterday I, that they still haven't taken the smell out. And I, I don't know what it is. I, I did not. Like you I, were in I was there not. sacrificing animals to the <laughs> gods was, or I something. Was, I was not, it's, but it's
2: it's I, there's disgusting. a person that works here that we've always said we could put his name on the outside of the door <laughs> and nobody would object. maybe
1: you should turn your attention that way it's got this smell of like a cross between rotten eggs and blood (laughs) i don't want to ask you how you achieved that goal it's not me Uh, you don't want to go down this rabbit
2: hole just uh you should leave that one
1: alone wolf weren't me friend (laughs) uh all right um who's the stinky guy in your office uh at number 25 the tennessee titans
2: yeah, you you beat the Chargers. Mm-hmm. You, uh, yeah, you you did that. That's a thing you did. I still can't figure out what you are. You have a really good coach. Mm-hmm. You have zero talent offensively.
1: Not even Derrick Henry.
2: I mean, he averaged what three and a half yards a carry that's against a Chargers God. team that couldn't stop the run? If you gave them seventeen players and baseball bats, that's what you're hanging your hat on. Oh, look Derrick Henry had 84 yards on 214 carries. Sweet. I, I This is a credit to Mike Vrabel. Mm-hmm. I, I swear to you it's I have I don't know that I've ever missed on anything as bad as saying Mike Vrabel was not a great coach. Yes. Because he has been smoking mirrors mirrorsing this team for an extended period of time.
1: And it's not smoke and mirrors. I mean it's It's 100% smoke and mirrors. It's 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 a culture thing. Because there's when you're when there are two teams on the field,
2: you you know who screams culture? Mm -hmm. People's who people who's 40 times start with a six.
1: That's Mm -hmm. who screams culture.
2: And and yeah, so what
1: does it matter? When it comes down to it, what does it matter if you've got more athletes than I do if I can punch you in the mouth? Because that's essentially what the Tennessee Titans are
2: doing. Well, that's what they did to the Chargers because the the Chargers have no culture, they have a coach that looks like he won a fan contest. Mm -hmm. All right. You beat a team that's coached by I don't know somebody that didn't learn their that didn't gain their uh, offensive acumen from Madden, and maybe I'll be a little more impressed. I am mm-hmm. I'm thoroughly impressed with Mike Vrabel, and I'm telling you, when th- when this season goes as badly as I think it's going to, there will be talks of him being on the hot seat, and that is ignorant at best. Yep he doesn't have the wa- he doesn't have the assets here to win. Ryan Tannehill is not a winning quarterback in this league at this point. Nope, he's not. And really, you take Arthur Smith away, he never has been. The defense is is good, but it's just going to routinely be put in bad situations. And and T's and P's if something happens to Tannehill, because the two behind him are worse. Mm-hmm. They just need time. Levis needs time, and Malik Willis needs to find something else to do with his Sundays. Because <laughs> quarterbacking in the NFL ain't it. That ain't one of them. I don't know what you are good at. I know what you're not good at.
1: number 24 on the week's power rankings coming up next here in the sportsocracy ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM 880 AM and 1400 this is the uh, first appearance of a team from the NFC East plus when we come back we'll get weird if cleanliness is next to godliness look around the car right now is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455 3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch.
5: At Ingles, we're proud to sponsor area athletics at all levels. Whether we're building new fields for T-ball, celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park. We're here for the fans. No one gets the dedication to the home team like you guys. And we've got all the sports you can handle. It's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings.
3: Tired of getting dinged by monthly fees on your checking account? You need Simple Checking from Home Trust Bank. With Simple Checking, you get all the essential checking services for free, including 100% online access and a free Visa debit card. It's everything you need from a checking account. But no hoops, no surprises, no monthly fees. Stop by today or call 800-627-1632. Simple Checking at Home Trust. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.
0: The Sportsocracy. It's horrible.
5: No, you know what that is? That's horror awful. That's horrible and awful mixed together. Horror awful.
1: It is the Sportsocracy on a Power Rankings Tuesday. We're still not out of the realm of horrible, but we're getting there. We're getting closer to getting out of the realm of horrible in this week's Power Rankings. Number 24 this week. The G men, the New York Giants. Look, I get you. Just set the record for coming back in a game, biggest uh, deficit overcome for a win. But Hot. it was against. Why
2: in the world were you down that much in the first
1: place? Exactly to the Arizona
2: Cardinals of all teams. That that to me, I, I always feel like it's loser teams that say that. Like, oh look, we came back from this tremendous deficit. Awesome. That, to me, is a lot like your spouse saying, well, I went to the hotel room, I was going to cheat on you, but then I didn't, and I feel like I deserve credit for that. There's there's still a holiday in ex- charge on my Amex, and yeah. I'm pretty upset about it. Right. So, th- th- that's where I'm at with the Giants. Maybe yeah, you're I not. It is kind of a win, though. Uh, yeah, it awesome. Kind of a win. You beat a team. No, hold on a minute. You beat a team whose skill guys were, aside from James Conner, Michael Wilson, Keontae Ingram, Zach Pascal, and something called an Amari DiMarcado. I swear to God, I had one of those in an Italian restaurant. It had chocolate <laughs> on top. It was great. It was awesome. I just, Don't I, be like,
1: racist. Don't do
2: that. That's, it it's was crimes. a no way. Great. Racist. I just, I've never heard of that person before in my life. I saw that name pop up on the screen and I went, who is that? Am I supposed to be impressed that you came back from a billion down to the
1: Cardinals? No. The Giants are just not good. You're not good. Saquon Barkley being injured doesn't help you. Obviously. He's been the straw that stirs the drink there. And you thought the defense was going to be something special this year, and they're not. You keep saying he's the straw that
2: 29 carries, 114 yards, and a mm-hmm. touchdown through two weeks. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I get the Cowboys, that defense is evil. We're not saying the Cowboys
1: anytime soon. What else do they have? Darren Waller. But he hasn't, I it's mean, he's, he's only as good as his quarterback can no, be. No, I understand that.
2: But I mean, you keep saying this like Saquon Barkley's been great.
1: No, Saqu- Saquon no. Barkley's been mediocre at best. No, he's the guy, though. He's what your offense is built around. You're going nowhere without him. Well, you're going nowhere with him.
2: Uh, you can that's tell bad. me he turns into a terminator, and you're still going to be seven and ten at best.
1: Mm-hmm. But I, you're but you're going to be what three
2: and fourteen without him? Okay, so he's going to miss what three to four weeks? Is, I don't know. That that's the last I heard three weeks okay three weeks and i keep hearing this narrative of oh saquon barkley has changed everything they play at the 49ers the seahawks and at the dolphins you tell me which one of those games ever went in the first place right you can tell me they had saquon barkley they dig up jeremy shockey and mark Bavaro and and the legends of giant lord still
1: 45 to six stop it stop it we bring back jason seahorn this is a championship team (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the greatest thing that jason
2: seahorn ever did in his life angie Harmon. that's it that's that was really the highlight of his life good for you she's hoping to be my mother and she is still gorgeous smoking The giants are not good uh, no they're awful they're awful and i tried to tell you they were gonna be awful and you fought me on it
1: and here we are then here we are staring zero and five right in the snoot Number twenty three this week, the New England Patriots. Ah, yes, old Bill Belichick. We feeling feeling great, Patriots fans about this team. But Mac Jones is top ten in every statistical category, despite the fact that he's only had the second least amount of time to throw. Woo! Guess Yay. who else
2: that applies to? CJ Stroud. <laughs> Mac Jones has more apologists than any quarterback I think in the history of the NFL. It is dumbfounding to me how often Patriot fans will jump in, jump in to go, "You're stupid. You don't know anything about Mac Jones. He's the whole reason we were in that game. No, he was the reason you lost that game. Your defense was the reason you were in it because somehow you took one of the most dynamic receivers in the NFL and made him completely irrelevant for 60 minutes." Jalen Waddle. Not so much. Raheem Mostert, think you might have forgot he was on the team. Defense is what – the defense can win you games. Mac Jones can't. Mm -hmm. You can win in spite of him. He can be a net neutral. He is not winning you football games. And in this league where you look up and down these these power rankings and go, how many teams really even have a question mark at quarterback? There's not many. Mm -hmm. New England's one of them. So I mean, I don't know how I'm supposed to have them any higher. Well, we 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 were competitive with the Eagles and the Dolphins. Awesome. That and two twenty-five will get you a Coke.
1: Yep. Do you not expect a New England team coached by Bill Belichick to be competitive in every game that they play? They're not going to get
2: blown out. They're not awful, right? You should. You You just have. You have no dynamic weapons that win at any rate, other than Ramondre Stevenson. Mm -hmm. That's it. You're still trying to play this 2 tight end game with Hunter Henry and Mike Gesicki. Meanwhile, you have nobody that can take the top off of defense. Oh, but Kendrick Bourne's in the top ten in the league because somebody has to catch passes, and you've been down a whole mess. So, whoopee, woo That New England team's not good. Mm -hmm. They might win this week because neither are the Jets, but we don't definitively know that yet. Do we not? offensively they're awful but okay, that defense
1: you. could be special thank you um we do definitively know that they are bad on offense
2: except when they, i mean when they give Brees all four touches yes you're right yes yeah you, your be, your 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 best two weapons have six touches combined weird you look awful number 22 fire them cannons by golly put more powder in them things
1: hey two and oh It's a better start than I expected we were going to have this year. Are you happy about that? Not really. There you go. Not really. Little Todd Bowles wins when you want to
2: lose, and he loses when you want to win. Yep. That's what he does. That's his
1: job. And now Still don't
2: know how he has won.
1: (laughs) And now I'm going forward looking at the Texans game, looking at the Colts game, Panthers, we got two matchups with them, and go. Yep, this is playing out exactly how I thought it would. Six wins, pick an eighth. Let's go. Yeah, because to be honest and with you, you through Michael the first Penix. through the first two weeks of the season, Baker Mayfield looked decent. Now, granted, he played the Vikings and the Bears. You can't take a whole lot away from that. Arguably the two worst defenses in the NFL. But it's the same thing Baker Mayfield has done since he got into Mm -hmm. the league. He
2: kills bad teams, and he will get annihilated by good ones, Mm -hmm. which is why Thursday night might be the – or Monday night, excuse me, might be the easiest game to pick I think I've ever
1: seen. Yep. Philadelphia Eagles, what's the spread on that? It's got to be at least nine. I it's I don't think it's that much. Ooh, it's five and a half. I was about to say, I saw it earlier. It was less than a touchdown. Mmm, five and a half.
2: I like that. Because I goes. went full James Woods.
1: Ooh, peace candy. Yeah. Ooh, peace candy. Oh, yeah, that's definitely one. That's got to be in the favorites uh, section of your bangers at some point. Uh peace candy. <laughs> Philadelphia minus the five and a half against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are going to lose a whole bunch of games. But because you've played the Vikings and the Bears – you know, the fan base is starting to get this false sense of security of, oh, just oh yeah this defense is back and we're making plays. They're and...
2: doubting us.
1: Not sure you want that on your uh, on your plate. God forbid it be a close game with the Eagles. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, you'll be drinking the Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm.
2: You'll be drinking the Kool-Aid by the gallon. Yep. You'll be handing out milk jugs just to catch all the Kool-Aid so all the Buccaneer fans could drink it. You shouldn't do that.
1: Learn a book. Yep. Number 21. The Las Vegas Raiders. You did this on purpose, didn't you? I'm not going to lie. I didn't. You put them ahead of us just to piss me off. I
2: actually had them two spots ahead of you, and then I thought about it, and I went, you know, (laughs) it's more fun this way. It's more fun this way. Mm -hmm. And I don't actually think they're better than the team in front of them after I thought about it. So it was really just
1: one of those Bob Ross happy little accidents. Yeah. <laughs> uh As we all predicted, uh, the Buffalo Bills had the bounce-back game against the Las Vegas Raiders.
2: But you can take absolutely nothing away from that to me. No, because they were supposed to. Yeah, you caught an angry Buffalo team that was one or 0-1 and shouldn't have been. You were 1-0 and probably shouldn't have
4: been.
2: hmm And it's an unfortunate set of circumstances that ultimately lead to you getting beat 38 to 10 g ashville police chief david zach took a flight back to Asheville where he was very happy i i mean i don't glean anything from that nope the raiders to me are a team that are going to beat teams that they should beat. they will beat the bad teams and they will lose to virtually anybody that's better than them but jimmy garoppolo is better than he gets credit for is he I mean, it didn't go so hot this one. <laughs> I was going to say.
1: Uh, that but 25 when you're like, QBR is really is for driving home the point.
2: Well, I mean, here's the thing. When Josh Jacobs has nine carries for less yards than I had, that's hard to come back from. It is. Josh Jacobs could literally have just fallen down on every play. And, nope. Still better than what you did. It's hard to rally from when you're – I mean, he's not a great quarterback, but I think he's in that – meaty tier in the middle mm-hmm. 15 16 yeah in he's in that he's just below kirk cousins but considerably ahead of desmond ritter oh yeah right there i'm gonna call this the brock purdy tier from here on like that's where <laughs> you belong right there right we don't give any of you credit but brock purdy but you're all right there to go i mean are there any positives for this team um the The receiving core is good at at full strength. the The positives for me are you're going to be able to win more games than you think, or at least than you think. Maybe I'm, and I may be skewed because I I I mean, because yeah, because somehow you'd have them losing eighteen games; they only played seventeen. They already got their win for the season; they're done. (laughs) I just I look at a New England. I look at uh, even Pittsburgh this week, which that's your Sunday night football game this week. You should make a reservation take your wife to dinner, and uh, forget that game's happening. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a fan of the Raiders or the Steelers, in which case, tease and peace for your Sunday night. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'd, since you keep going down this path, I'm just curious. We're going to lo- do this little exercise real quick. You tell me where the wins are. Just Steelers. Chargers. Pa- are you so- the Chargers? Could be. Seriously. The Packers. Beaten
2: them multiple times before where the Chargers were better than they are now and the Raiders are worse than they are right now.
1: Uh Packers, no. Uh Patriots. Could be. Ugh, Bears. Could be. <laughs> Lions. No. Giants. Could be. Jets. Could be. Dolphins. No. Chiefs. No. Vikings. Could be. There you go. Chargers. Chiefs. Colts. Broncos.
2: Those last two, those those felt pretty palatable. Maybe. Whatever your win loss record is with two games left to go in the season, you had two in that left hand column. Yep. You're probably in the ballpark.
1: Yep. I feel like you were out on a limb on several of those maybes and Ugh. It's just not going to be good. Not going to be good. Call me a hater all you want to. This team sucks. And they're not getting better. You are a hater. I am. You eat haterade. That's what you do (laughs) when it comes to the Raiders. Uh, You are in the sportocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM at 1400. When we come back, we'll continue with the power rankings. Take a break. Pay some bills. (laughs) The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays.
5: Attention, it's time for the morning announcements. Make sure your parents are aware of the Ingalls Tools for Schools program and ask them to link their Ingalls Advantage card to our school. Remember, you have to do it each year. Now please stand and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance.
0: The Sportsocracy. Ice up, son. I up.
1: It's ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. Power rankings Tuesday rolling right along. Number 20, the Los Angeles Rams. How are they doing it? I have absolutely no idea. You look at the roster and you go, wh- okay, wait a minute. You're, you don't have Cooper Cup, yet over the last two weeks, your offense has still looked... Pretty competent. Uh yeah, you have the one of the leading receivers
2: in the NFL and it's Puka Nakua. And you got two world well, that's once fine. a year there's a preseason hype train that you should believe. This year it was Puka Nakua. Uh and Kyron Williams, who's been real good. Mm-hmm. And now Cam Akers, they're actively working on a trade. Uh I will give you a fourth round pick if you give me Cam Akers and a third round pick. <laughs> The uh, Cleveland Browns are on the phone. They, they they want to make that deal right now. I, I I don't I don't know how he's doing it. It's a credit to Sean McVay. Mm-hmm. To me, he is uh, he is cementing himself. I would say this season could be more impressive to me than the Super Bowl year was. Absolutely, because this is not a good roster, and yet somehow he has taken limited draft capital. Got one of the youngest rosters in the league. They played really competitively with the 49ers and smoked the Seahawks.
1: Yep. That might be two of the three most impressive feats I've seen all year. Matthew Stafford's having a hell of a bounce back year so far with the limited weapons. Imagine what this offense could be like when Cooper Cup comes back. You throw him into the mix, and if they don't skip a beat, I mean, this this gets terrifying, right? I'm not sure that I wouldn't just leave it where it is. What do you mean? I'm not sure that Cooper
2: Cup doesn't complicate this. I heard a, a Rams fan say that on Twitter. I think it was a Rams blogger, actually. Okay. And I started thinking about it. And I went, you know, you got kind of a point there.
1: So what do you mean, leave well, there's it only, where it is?
2: Oh, well, don't rush him back. Ah, uh, yeah. I um, would not
1: rush him back. Well, you obviously want to make sure that he's healthy when Correct. he comes back. But... Okay, if you're saying it in that sense, but as far as like dragging this out just to not no, screw no, no. with the not, team chemistry, I, I, that's I'm not weird. saying I'm okay. not saying if he's.
2: My fear is that okay, he can come off the uh, in what two weeks. Mm-hmm. If he's not healthy, you're you're fine. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just keep rolling with it with it like it is, because honestly, this week you got the Bengals, then you got the, and if if Joe Burrow's not playing, you got a chance to win that game. They're zero and two already. You got the Colts the next week and then the Eagles in in week five. And then you go Cardinals. I mean, there's just some wins on here that you could start rolling up and it very well could be that uh, year that we look back on uh, on this and go, yep, that's when he proved it.
2: Some really wise wagerers probably have some Rams futures. Uh, I'm not one
1: of them. Yep. The Green Bay Packers come in at number 19. Is This not just exactly where they fit. Yep. It is. I mean, they're they're
2: fine. They could be a playoff team. Mm-hmm. They could barely miss the playoffs. I don't think they're a threat to anybody. No. I mean, yeah, you beat the smoke off the Bears. A lot of teams are going to do that.
1: Jordan Love's much better than I thought he was going to be. I would agree with that. He is He's very efficient in this offense. He seems to have a grasp, know what he's doing. The playmakers are making plays. Dontavian Wicks getting a touchdown mm-hmm. this past weekend was good to see. So you're getting everybody involved. I like that. I the wa- fact I'm that reserving you blew- my right to to judgment on the Packers until I see this for Christian Watson the- because he's the only legit one you have. Yeah. The fact that you blew the lead against the Falcons, though, is concerning to me because I thought the defense was going to be the strength and you ended up letting them back into the game and obviously losing it. The concerning part to me would
2: be it did not seem to me that you understood that them throwing the ball should not be
1: something that worries you mm-hmm. because you let them gash you running it and I don't really get that and congratulations you get the saints and the lions next i'm not saying that those are games you're going to be blown out in by any means but those are going to be tough matchups they'll win one of the two of them they'll win one of those two i will not be shocked because that's
2: who they're going to be they'll be that team that loses the game that you cannot believe they lost and then they will win the game you cannot believe they won Mm -hmm. because jordan love is better than we thought he was i will admit that fate accompli he is exponentially better than i thought he would
1: be number 18 the god Chargers go. <laughs> Your defense is god awful. We've pounded this. Awful. Yeah, we've pounded this into the ground already. Two weeks into the season, Brandon Staley is on his last legs as the head coach of this Los Angeles Chargers team. Um, get Austin Eckler back. The I mean, the offense is not a problem. Regardless,
2: no. I, I mean, look, the, the Chargers are going to score points. They're probably going to break. Franchise records for points, if I had a wager. Um, but defensively, you're just god awful. Yep. And you're playing in a conference that doesn't have a lot of offenses that are god awful. So, I mean, if they had any other coach, if Sean Payton had taken this job and and Denver hired, I don't know, uh, uh, Vance Joseph or Vic Fangio or it would be pick any of the losers that Nathaniel Hackett. I don't know how I missed that one. I've cursed his name for two solid weeks. Don't know how I forgot that. If you had done that, Denver would be in the same boat, Chargers would be a Super Bowl contender. Mm-hmm. As it sits, Denver is irrelevant and bad, and the Chargers are still poorly coached, can't stop anybody, and this is where you are. Yep.
1: This team's too talented to be at 18, but this is where they belong. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM at 1400. Coming up next, we'll continue with the power rankings at number seventeen.
0: The sportsocracy it fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The sportsocracy. Shake it back. Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature. Actually, you just have to get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery, live
1: from the Ingle Studio. it is the sportsocracy and we are live in the ingles studio on espn asheville 92.9 fm 880 a.m and 1400 the sportsocracy heard everywhere around the world on the iHeartRadio radio app uh you can get us live or on demand as well always seen live in the ingles studio on youtube go to the sportsocracy.com click that live video link subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday. We are through nearly half the league. We start we this We almost hour. made it. Yeah, we almost made it to uh, to the full bottom half. But there's one team outlier here. It's the Washington Commanders at number 17. Um, I don't know what to make of this team. I still obviously believe in Sam Howell. Seeing All the right, offense so, finally get going this past week was was good to see. So when you say you don't know what to make of them, it, it, explain I, to me what you mean. I mean they're just middle of the road. They're they're
2: not they're god not, awful. They're not special. But Sam Howell's okay. a really good quarterback in this league. Uh, maybe. It started well. It's I will give you that. It started well. I'd, the <laughs> the Cardinals that were flying around that they didn't expect to be as good as they were mm-hmm. caught them off guard. He is now 3-0 and as a starter. Um, Brian Robinson, dog. Mm-hmm. I mean, the offense is, is fine. The thing I didn't expect was for the defense to, you know, give up 300 yards to Russell Wilson.
1: But that wasn't unexpected necessarily. I mean, the fact that it happened to Russell Wilson, but, I mean, we knew that that was going to be a weak part of this team was the secondary and um the Denver Broncos could play a Boy Scout troop
2: and I still don't think I would expect Russell Wilson to throw for 300 okay. yards okay so the defense is concerning especially considering playing the Bills and the Eagles the next two weeks if you find a way to be competitive in these two because these are two legit contenders well I wasn't even gonna say contenders these are two legit defenses that are a This is a benchmark for Sam Howell. Oh, okay. Okay, so you came out and beat the smoke off Denver offensively. You gave up a lot of points. You came back, you beat them. That's impressive, kind of. And the same thing with the Cardinals. You turned the ball over. You did rookie things. We need to see you not be a liability against the Bills and the Eagles before I truly buy into it. Mm -hmm. But, man, they have so many weapons. And I don't think you're going to see it. I really don't. I don't I don't know. Um, you know what I'm going to say here. I always go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Vegas is truth serum, and mm-hmm. it cuts through a lot of nonsense. Buffalo's less than a touchdown favorite at Washington, which means they'd be less than a 10-point favorite at home, which I don't see that, and I'm not sure I understand that. But, you know, Vegas is right a lot. Mm-hmm. So they don't think this is going to be a blowout.
1: I don't necessarily think it's going to be a blowout either.
2: Anytime I see a line like that where it is so obvious to me that Buffalo is better than Washington mm-hmm. and you're catching less than a touchdown even when it's on the road, I feel like that's Vegas going do it.
0: <laughs> do
1: it. Uh, I mean I can probably tell you I will I will happily be on the bills to cover not so this week. Sure. Um I agree with you. Look, here here's the problem that I have with Sam and I've always had it with him since he was at Carolina was that he is a guy that you know, tends to try to make things happen. Maybe when the play's not there, he tries to make things happen with his feet. He can get caught holding the ball too long. He gets under duress, and you got an issue. That's exactly what's going to happen to him for the next two weeks. But that's he the will point. be under duress by the Buffalo Bills, by the Philadelphia Eagles, and I, I and I and I guess I get where you're saying that how he responds to that is going to be able to let you gauge his maturation process
2: that's that's where i'm at okay i want to see what he looks like under dress because he didn't look good under dress against the cardinals first start of the year now you've had two you've had that full start and another one i want to see what you look like against the eagles against the bills mm-hmm. and really i just want to see him come out being that 62 to 65 percent completion percentage don't turn the ball over don't take needless sacks just look like an nfl starting quarterback mm-hmm. and you'll be exactly where i thought you should be okay at number sixteen, the Atlanta Falcons. Yep, they I, run the I was ball. Shocked. You were shocked that I it was, was high. I was
1: shocked that they were they were able to come back and win that game against Green Bay. Not because I doubt the talent of this team. I was watching this at the village porch while I'm watching my game. This game's on as well, and it just felt like to me that the Falcons at one point in this game were beaten, right. The Packers went up by a couple of scores, and just the way that I saw this team rally back together was impressive to me. It, I guess it was another step or another notch on the on the on the on the on the shillelagh or whatever for for Arthur Smith. Notch on the shillelagh. Yeah, it's a never mind. It's old like Scottish war reference. They had shillelaghs, and when they would bash somebody's head in during the war they'd put a notch on it and you got a notch for every kill that you had anyway all right uh oh well, i was gonna say bedpost at first and then i went well that's just uh this sounds like arthur smith's out here doing nefarious things and it sounds like
2: he voted for lauren bober go let's
1: go let's good go for you. good for you
2: uh <laughs> the kids were in school f- i could be a little more myself
1: <laughs> but the fact that the atlanta falcons were able to You know, come back and score 13 unanswered in the fourth quarter showed a lot to me about the grit of this team, despite the fact that your quarterback is still absolutely terrible. But Arthur Smith is babying him along. Yes, he is. The same way he did Ryan Tannehill.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: Here's the thing that I have noticed about the Atlanta Falcons through two weeks, and I thought this in the offseason, and I I, I pranced around this in the offseason. Okay. When you see guys like Calais Campbell and Jesse Bates that are vet guys, now obviously very different because – Jesse's in his later 20s. is in his later 30s. When you see guys like that that are signing up to play for Arthur Smith, that shows me that players believe in him, and this team plays like they believe in him. Mm -hmm. Arthur Smith is a really good coach, and nobody wants to admit it. He also needs somebody to tell him to shave that mustache off because he looks like he should be a state highway patrolman in the state of Texas. (laughs) Or uh, doing... I was going to say, or Adult he, or, or he in owns 19- a large van with blacked-out windows. <laughs> or he made his living in a, 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 a nefarious industry in 1977. <laughs> um, no man should have a mustache like that, yeah. other than Sam Elliott, Tam, Tom Selleck, and my father. That's it.
1: No other moustaches. This is the Atlanta team that I expected to see, though.
2: The defense is really good. They run the ball. They baby Desmond Ritter. And they're going to be a tough out. And I think they're a playoff team. Possibly. In the NFC, I think they're a playoff team. Possibly.
1: Number 15. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Your offense is not good. Awful. Kenny Pickett is, woof,
2: just, dare woof. He misses the layups. I mean, even the easy th- – but then he'll come out and ha- an uncork one that makes him look like Dan Marino. Mm-hmm. I can't really – I mean, I feel like I've got a pretty good thumb on what he's what he is and what he's going to be. I just don't know what that translates to. Because you have a night like last night where you really had no business winning the game, but your defense showed up and made Deshaun Watson's life an absolute nightmare. Mm-hmm. Can you win the can you win games with Kenny Pickett doing what he's doing, playing defense like that when you can't consistently run the ball? And my answer is probably no. So if you it, what, all right, I, I want to ask a different question. We we didn't ask this in the first hour when we talked about the games last night. Mm-hmm. The biggest problem right now for the Pittsburgh Steelers is what? Because I don't think we're going to say the same thing here.
1: I'm going to I'm a, I'm going to do the, the the carbon copy thing that I've seen from every Pittsburgh Steelers fan so far this year. Smack Canada.
2: Okay, we are the we are on the same page. <laughs> okay, cuz
1: that's exactly
2: what I thought. I, mean, I watched every second. Amy's a Steelers fan. Yep. I was trying to be supportive. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here watching this game going. I'm on the wrong side of this, and she's not going to be happy at the end of this game.
1: Mm-hmm. And then of course she fell asleep, didn't see the end of it anyway. Well, I mean, if you don't have the, the the great plays on defense, you don't win this game, right? I mean, if you didn't get those special plays from those special players on the other side of the ball, you can't count on your team to score points because you're running an offense that just isn't working. It's clearly got and, – and I, and I don't think it's because Najee Harris is terrible. I know there are some that believe that. All oh, the empirical really evidence slow. is there that uh, Najee's not good at football. Okay, but I I don't believe that. I, I, I had either. a good friend of ours tell me that, uh, you know, try to explain to me that he thinks Najee Harris is the next Trent Richardson. And I went, that's a stretch to me, but the stats don't say you're far off at this point.
2: I thought for an extended period of time last night, that Najee Harris looks a lot like Dre Richardson did.
1: Did you? I did. Okay. Hey, it's funny you said that because I didn't tell you that before the show, but I thought yeah. that repeatedly. Well, uh, Adam tried to tell me that when I traded for him in a fantasy league, and I went,
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: probably so because I traded for him. Oh, 100%. You traded for him? he <laughs> he's he'll be lucky if he doesn't retire to go wax surfboard. <laughs> Got a lot of stock in Najee Harris and Nick Chubb this year. Sorry, guys. Yes, a
2: strikes again i just don't believe in kenny Smith. i don't believe in kenny Pigan. i don't no. believe in matt canada no. but that defense will keep you in virtually every game you play yes absolutely agree at number 14 the new york j-e-t-s jets 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 i didn't say that with the same uh gusto i said with, last time
1: no no you didn't and but we understand why i mean you're you have no offense Zach Wilson is not good. And and I'm going to say,
2: to me, the the New York Jets and the Pittsburgh Steelers are carbon, carbon copies of each other. You have a quarterback I don't believe in. Mm-hmm. You have a play caller that is maddeningly inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. The difference is the Jets can run the ball, Steelers can't. But you do have to run the damn ball. I was going to say, can you run I, the ball? You will never explain to me how Brees Hall had four touches in that game. Never. If I live to be 200 years old, I will never understand how you got there. Mm-hmm. Oh, but he's coming back off the knee. Yeah, he also hit 23 miles per hour on a radar gun in training camp a week ago or two weeks ago. Yeah. It's just maddeningly inconsistent. Uh, Matt said, how the Jets are higher than the Falcons, Packers, and Rams are just fandom, but I get it. The Jets would beat all three of those teams. You know why? Because none of the three of them score easily. Yeah. Uh Puka, Nakua, Sauce Gardner. You tell me I'm wrong. The, see, there's a tier right here, and it actually, I'll be honest with you, this is the end of it for me. You run the Jets, the Steelers, the Falcons, the Commanders, the Chargers, the Green Bay Packers, the Rams, and then there's a drop-off from there. Every one of those teams does one thing really well, and I don't believe in anything else you do. Most of them play really good defense. Some of them can light it up against mediocre defenses. hmm but you all have a big hole. And I just look at the jets and go, yeah, but the they do two things. Well, they run it well when you actually run it. Now, if you keep doing this where you have, I think they had like 16 carries or something against the Cowboys. You keep doing that. Yeah. You'll drop like a rock because if you're going to keep putting these games in Zach Wilson's hands, you're doomed because mm-hmm. he can't win them. Especially when you got Micah Parsons who, yeah, we'll talk about him in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Nathaniel Hackett is Nathaniel Hackett is what could keep this team back. Because I, what I have seen of Zach Wilson, yes, he is better than he was. He can be that game manager quarterback, but you've got to let him do it. Mm-hmm. You cannot keep funneling in these run-run-pass-punt uh, play calls or run-screen-pass 20-yard bomb because you had a penalty so you're behind the chains constantly. That team's awful. The team that played the Buffalo Bills, that's fine. And be really honest with yourself. You played the Buffalo Bills and the Dallas Cowboys. How many offensive touchdowns did you give up? Oh. You keep telling me how bad they are. Yep. That the, the fact that defense has not given up any more points than they have is mind boggling with what they have been put with the situations they've
1: been put into. Yep. And you're gonna you are gonna run into problems, obviously, when you get up against teams that can score not going to go well for you against the Kansas City Chiefs or the Philadelphia Eagles or probably the Chargers or teams like that. I have no fear of the Chargers or the Eagles. Uh, we'll talk about the, when those games come up. Yeah I, I I feel like you should because as good as your defense is
2: if any you claim chance to fame, that they
1: have to, to score on you
2: you can't match it. If your claim to fame is that you're going to come out and throw the ball all, all over the yard good luck. If your claim to fame is that you're going to come out and try to run the ball down their throats, good luck. Mm -hmm. Now, those balanced teams, and Kansas City is more balanced than people want to let on because Isaiah Pacheco, when given the opportunity, has looked really good. Mm -hmm. I'm not scared of Jalen Hurts throwing it, and I'm not really scared of the Chargers running it, no matter what they did to the the Dolphins. What I saw last week is way more Chargers than what I saw the first week. Mm -hmm. It's those multifaceted teams, which the Dallas Cowboys are. That was the reason I was so convinced they have no shot. This week against New England, I have no fear. Could they lose it? Sure, because New England is a little house of horrors for the Jets. I don't think they will, and I think they blow them out.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, blowout. Okay. Those points are all coming on defense, then. No. Or are you
2: going to figure out to run the ball? Um, you're going to figure out how Mac Jones loves throwing the ball to the other team, and you're going to figure out Sauce Gardner shouldn't just be playing aside. side. Okay. Oh, you have one receiver I'm scared of? Cool. Meet uh, my friend here. He mm-hmm. wears number one, and he's going to make – him completely irrelevant (laughs) (laughs) at number 13 the new orleans saints speaking of really good defenses Mm -hmm. um you know dennis allen hasn't looked like dennis allen for the first two weeks to me okay now you've played two inferior teams but i do see a little i see a little discrepancy here do you or is this just yeah. same old Saints, to you?
1: No, it's pretty much same old Saints. Like, like I said last night, I was very disappointed because I thought you were going to be able to carve up the Carolina secondary. You did not. They played very well, but I also, I, I, I don't feel like that was all because they played well. It looked to me like Derek Carr was out of sync. It was he was, I don't know. It's just it's one of those things when you start trusting Derek Carr, he's going to blow up in your face. This is a good team. They're going to win the division. They're going to win a lot of games. I just don't know that they're a threat to any of the top teams.
2: I don't know that I agree with that. Okay. I think there is a – not having Alvin Kamara is awful. Look, Jamal Williams, he's a cute story, and you know he led the league in touchdowns last year. That's all well and good. He's not a dynamic running back, and teams see him, and they immediately go, this is not going to the outside. This is running between the tackles the reason you saw so much of Taysom Hill last night, even before Jamal Williams got hurt, because they know we can't bounce a ball out to the outside, Alvin Kamara can. Yep. And I, I, I've, Derek Carr's still getting his feet under him. There's no doubt about that. But I'm looking at that, I, I'm looking at that receiving core going, that could be way more of a headache than people think. I'll go one step further. If there's a team in the NFC that upsets the Eagles, 49ers, uh, Seahawks, Cowboys, Apple Applecart, I'll bet you it's Saints. Really? Okay. What What were you laughing at there? I think I know, but I just want to. I
1: was sure. laughing at Steven Tow in the comments. He said that uh, Derek Carr left the Raiders, and I still hate him.
2: Of course. I, I mean, <laughs> he was a Raider. That means it, Tank wants horrible
4: How things. How did to this happen? happen?
1: How did I go for? I was the Derek Carr defender for the first five years we did this show, and somehow we flipped, and you were all of a sudden you were like, "Oh, you know, he's." He's fine. You can trust him completely. Because, I mean, anything the Raiders do, the Raiders could save
2: a a car full of puppies, and you would still, well, population's oversaturated. Because Tank hates the Raiders.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. He actually has a dartboard in the studio. It's
1: got Josh McDaniel's face on it. 1-16, in let's go. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville
2: are you beer city's best fantasy football player your chance to prove it is back the sportsocracy's battle for the belt is back for year two with two ways to win our standard contest and the new eliminator challenge for the most hardcore of football fans play fantasy football with us every week of the nfl season and compete for a cause with proceeds benefiting eblin charity's st nicholas project register today at the sportsocracy.com and take your shot at the title of beer city's fantasy football
1: The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays.
5: At Ingles, we're proud to sponsor area athletics at all levels. Whether we're building new fields for T-ball, celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park. We're here for the fans. No one gets the dedication to the home team like you guys. And we've got all the sports you can handle. It's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings.
1: If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. The
0: Sportsocracy. Hey, I go to church, just not during televised sporting events.
1: Uh, by the way, the first one of those is coming up. What's uh, October 1st? The first one that you're going to have to ditch out on church service to check the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars and the Atlanta Falcons. on oh, Disney that that? Plus, let's do the Toy Story version.
2: Oh, that, does that mean we have to get up at like 7 o'clock in the morning again to do Sunday shows? Uh... I don't want to do that.
1: Uh, we're going to. I don't want to do that. Well, we're going to. Oh, shoot. Number 12 in today's power rankings here in the sportsocracy. The Seattle Seahawks. Yep. So you lost to the Rams. Then you come back and you win the thriller in uh, overtime against the Detroit Lions. Geno that Rams Sp- loss don't look so bad now, does it? It doesn't. Geno Smith. Hell of a bounce back week for him after he looked god awful in the first game of the year. And now look at what's coming up: Carolina
2: Panthers Meow. and the New York Football Giants. This team could very easily be three and one. It yep. still has two dates with the Cardinals, a date with the Commanders, possible revenge game with that uh, Rams team, the Titans. There's a lot of wins here. This is still a good team. Mm-hmm. I know, trust me, that Rams score, I've never seen anything in my life that shocked me more than that.
1: But it doesn't look as bad now as it did a week ago. No. It does not. Does it concern you that they're giving up major points, though, on the defensive side? It doesn't help. The The pass rush is it has
2: been somewhat inconsistent. Didn't get to Jared Goff as much as I would have hoped, but you really bottled up Jameer Gibbs. You really made Detroit one-sided, so Jared Goff had to carry a lot of the water, and that's kind of their path to righteousness is that you keep people from running the ball on you, and then you have this tremendous secondary that will make you pay when you have to throw it. And Geno Smith is just consistent and accurate, and, and he has lines like he did last week. 32 of 41, 328 yards, two touchdowns. That's a perfect Geno Smith line. Mm-hmm. That may even be high, to be honest with you. The thing that scares me more is th- you haven't run the ball particularly well. And you've abandoned it for really long periods of time. But I still believe in Seattle. And not as much as I did. Mm-hmm. I had him going to the Super Bowl because I thought this roster was just built perfectly. And when they get back to full health, maybe I'll feel that way again. I don't right now.
1: But they're still going to
2: be really, really difficult to deal with.
1: Uh, And a team that uh, there's a lot of people hitting the panic button on at number 11. The Cincinnati Bengals. 0-2 Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burr has a uh, burr in his leg. He's got a little problem that he's going to have to deal with here, but... um, He'll play through it. He'll bounce back. they will figure fun, it out.
2: Fun fact about Joe Burrow. What's his record in week one and two in the NFL regular season? One and seven. He's one and seven. What's his record in every other week? Gets much better. 23-12-1. And, and five of those losses were in his rookie year. Right. I'm not overly worried about Cincinnati. Yeah. Why they start so slow, I have no idea. That first year, that was two losses. I get it. The requisite three, I don't know. I, I don't know what the problem is early. Mm-hmm. And, yes, they've looked bad. Am I overly worried about it? No, I'm not. You know when I will be worried about it? When's that? Uh, if the Rams beat them on Monday Night Football or they struggle with the Titans or the Cardinals. Because you should not struggle with any of those three teams. No. Rams, talent-wise, I know how good it's been. I get it. This is Monday Night Football. They're really young. You're the Bengals. You need this more how many narratives do you need for this to for me to say this should be 30 to 14 Mm -hmm. if it's not and then you struggle in either of those two requisite games okay now i'm now i'm worried that we're not just going to be able to hit the go button at some point
1: number 10 the cleveland browns losing nick chubb for the season hurts but we've seen with this team and the Kevin Stefanski system that they can throw in the next guy up, and it'll it'll be just fine. Um, who was it that, that did it a few years back? His name just went out of my head. It was Dante something, the guy that filled in last time Chubb got hurt. What was oh. his name? I don't now remember. He was me. a scrap heap guy. And it was just like, ah, well, they're not going to be any good anymore. And boom, there he goes. Now you've got me. This is going to drive I me insane. I can't remember his name for the love of me. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they were fine with that guy. They were fine with Kareem Hunt. And now it's Jerome Ford's turn. Dearness Johnson. Dearness Johnson, thank you. I kept wanting God to say Lord. Deontay Foreman, and I knew that was wrong.
2: Yeah, you sent me down the wrong path, and he yeah. was
1: making me mad. Dearness Johnson was the guy. Remember, he was he was averaging like 100 yards a game in this system. Jerome Ford's going to be just fine. The bigger problem is Kevin Stefanski. Mm-hmm.
2: If he cannot figure out how to make this offense run with Deshaun Watson, now because you don't have the best running back in the league, I think Jerome Ford will come in and be fine based off what I saw last night. Mm-hmm. It was very small sample size. But with what I saw, that is enough to keep the run game going. I don't think they're going to make a move for another running back. If it, If they do, it's a depth piece, not Kareem Hunt or something like that. Right. Uh, and you've got to get the Deshaun Watson you paid for and not the Deshaun Watson that you have gotten. And that falls directly in the lap of one, uh, Kevin, the
1: Stefanski Stefan, the Stefansky. Stefanski. Deshaun Watson is, is a problem. To I, don't, me. And I don't think
2: he's a problem. I think him and Kevin Stefanski together is a problem.
1: And that's kind of what I meant. Was it's just not working right now, and you got to come at it from a different angle. You got to get Deshaun doing some different things to use his talent, his talents better. It's the only thing I can come to because, again, I just can't believe that a guy, yes, he had an extended layoff from the game, but I can't believe that he just forgot.
2: But you went from top five quarterback in the NFL to mediocre at best. Mm -hmm. I don't buy that. When you hear hoof beats, it makes a lot more sense to assume horses than zebras. Yes. And the, the that math don't math with with Deshaun Watson. hmm Uh at number nine. Nobody circles the wagons
1: like the Buffalo Bills. Um how you feeling about your Buffalo Bills? I don't,
2: I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I Josh Allen turns ball over entirely too much. Mm-hmm. I don't think the defense is terrifying. It, it it looks a little neutered to me. The offensive line would give me angina if I was Asheville Police Chief David Zach.
4: Mm-hmm. But there is still a lot
2: of talent on that team. You came out did exactly what I thought you would to the Raiders, uh, and that's what good teams do. You dispatch of teams that are that, that are not in your white class. Yep. And now I I think over the next four weeks the Buffalo Bills might be the most interesting team in the league because you you should easily dispatch of the commanders you have a game going to london with the jaguars mm-hmm. uh you got to play a divisional game with the dolphins and you have another one of those games where you should dispatch of a team coming off that london game because now apparently we don't just guarantee you a bye mm-hmm. uh, hey that you can to fly up. to london it's like 84 hours behind it's fine you get some crumpets and get back in the game <laughs> it's stupid but whatever you come out of that three and one and I'm back to I'm back to where I was with the Bills. Okay. I still don't think they're I don't think they're in the highest tier at this point. Josh Allen needs to take a step for that. Mm-hmm. But they're very firmly in that next tier of things could break your way. Yep. But you gotta avoid the landmine. You can mm-hmm. lose to the Dolphins. Yep. I, I have no I mean, I don't really love that you would be losing to them in your own stadium. You can lose to the Jaguars because that's a London game, and that's weird.
1: Can't lose two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, over 160 yards this week for James Cook. That was good to see. It was bad to see Latavius Murray and Damian Harris take his touchdowns away from him. <laughs> they got in close and just barreled him in with those two dudes. It was like, oh, did. of course. Of course they did. Of course they did. Because that's
2: what backfields like that do. Oh, look. This guy got us here, and now we're going to go peace, sign obscene gesture at james cook thanks
1: you're in the sportsocracy this is espn Asheville. we're inside the top 10 number eight coming up next on the power rankings tuesday
6: i believe real estate isn't about properties it's about people i'm clarissa hyatt zach with exp realty serving all of western north carolina navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key i'm a native of western north carolina and i close over a home a week I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Attention,
5: it's time for the morning announcements. Make sure your parents are aware of the Ingalls Tools for Schools program and ask them to link their Ingalls Advantage card to our school. Remember, you have to do it each year. Now please stand and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. I
3: pledge allegiance to the flag. Tired of getting dinged by monthly fees on your checking account? You need Simple Checking from Home Trust Bank. With Simple Checking, you get all the essential checking services for free, including 100% online access and a free Visa debit card. It's everything you need from a checking account, but no hoops, no surprises, no monthly fees. Stop by today or call 800 627 1632. Simple Checking at Home Trust. Ready for what's next? Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.
0: The Sportsocracy. We treat star athletes better because they're better people.
4: That's not fair. Life
0: isn't fair, kiddo. Get used to it.
1: We're back in the Engels studio on ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. Power rankings Tuesday. We're up to number eight this week. The Detroit Lions. Week three power rankings. Detroit Lions coming in at number eight. They lost the thriller to the Seahawks. They beat the Chiefs in week one. Asterisk game. Uh, And then... then, I just wanted to see the eye roll. I love it when Jeremy rolls his eyes back, and that one eye goes cockeyed. It's just here's the thing. I got a lazy eye, (laughs) jerk. (laughs) He looks like Bobby Boucher's dad when he rolls his eyes. Say something sarcastic. Oh, you on
5: ESPN?
1: (laughs) How about
2: you getting drafted to the NFL? Uh, if you're anything, a jerk. You you're need- a jerk without <laughs> blood pressure. <laughs> if
1: anything, you need to go to the sportsocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel, uh, just so you can see the face that he makes when he does that. It's so great.
2: Yeah, it's and it looks just like him, too. That's because I got a one eye that's probably going to be blind before oh, it's all said and no, done.
1: get so me. Good. so good. It reminds me of the substitute teacher we had when I was in middle school, <laughs> I had a glass eye. She'd take it out in the middle of a class, it, read your chapters, and then she'd take her eye out and clean it <laughs> yep. yep that day's coming for me wild. too wild anyway the detroit lions uh i still believe in this team big time uh, I too. D- d- thank god I- and i know this is gonna sound like the worst thing i've ever said in football coverage here but thank god david montgomery's banged up 'Cause I need you to take the handcuffs off of Jameer Gibbs.
2: Well, I mean, we wish that he had you know taken up a Sure. Taken up a, a new hobby like selling soy candles or something like that, but you know, whatever it takes to get you the... Indeed. By the way, are you starting to see it my way on David
1: Montgomery? Ah oh, okay. he, he's still fine. He's fine. He's just a he's he's just a touch getter. A line mover, Jameer Gibbs is where it's at, and I can't wait to see this kid turn loose on the NFL because I think it's going to be special. It's just now he's gonna now he's gonna have to get the opportunity.
2: 100. I mean, look, this is a uh, this is a very well coached team. Dan Campbell's got them bought all the way in. Ben Johnson's a great coordinator. Aaron Glenn's a great great coordinator. All the platitudes that we've said, let me say this as clearly as I can. The next two weeks are as gut check as you could possibly have for the Detroit Lions because this will sway your season. Mm-hmm. You win both of these games, and you're in the catbird seat. You lose one of them, it's going to give us a lot of doubts, and you lose them both, and that same old Lions thing is going to st- is going to get really loud. And both those games are losable. Absolutely.
1: Because you're playing against teams that are in the same category as you are. Mm-hmm. Well coached you you can be you know any moment any bounce of the ball you could lose either of these games to the Falcons or the Packers um but what i look forward to is the five and one start cuz i will expect them to beat the Falcons i'll expect them to beat the Packers the Panthers and the Buccaneers and then you go Ravens then you get the uh, then you get the Raiders guess who i'm picking in that game and then you go Chargers and then the Bears it's just there's still a lot of wins. There's still a lot of wins out there for the Detroit Lions to claim.
2: Uh, the, the, the Raiders could be playing the Detroit Lions cheerleaders, and you would take the cheerleaders. So it's just because you hate the. I'm telling Did did Mark Davis steal your Floby? Is that. And you went bald from the Floby, and you tried mm-hmm. to sue him, and now you're just angry? Mm-hmm. I hate him. Because it. that's still how he cuts his hair?
1: Yes, I hate him. He is a guy who has hair and abuses it. Pisses me off every time I look at him.
2: He cuts it with a vacuum cleaner, which was, without a doubt, the greatest
1: infomercial (laughs) product ever. (laughs) Uh, No, they're just not good. And the Detroit Lions uh, should be able to win most of those games that I just mentioned. Everything's going to be fine. They are back in the driver's seat to me in this division. Packers are right behind them. They're a big surprise for me. But I still feel like the Detroit Lions are at the head of this division. I do, too. Number seven, the Jacksonville Jaguars.
2: Speaking of a team that's, we're, we're going to test your mettle. Because, I mean, look, there are not a lot of landmines on this schedule. Mm-hmm. There's just not. And everybody lost their mind yesterday that I said, Trevor Lawrence has been a bust up until this point. Well, facts don't care about your feelings. Mm-hmm. He has been. Look where Joe Burrow was in year three. Look where Trevor Lawrence is. That's disappointing. Because if Trevor Lawrence was what he was billed to be, this would be a Super Bowl favorite. Fact or fiction? I don't know about that. I don't know that that team is What's the this weakness? good. What's the weakness? Y'all, the Kansas City think, Chiefs 17 have a... points of full strength. Yeah. It's not the defense. The offensive line kept uh, Trevor upright, minus the times he wouldn't stop running himself into pressure. Your receiver core is elite. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the top five of the league. Okay. The top three receivers tied in. How many teams can you I name that are I better than I think that? about that. And then, uh, and look, it's just a really talented team. It's been drafted very well. Sure. You need Trevor to take that step forward. And uh, until he does it, I'm not sure he has it in him. I'm not sure he is not always going to be one of those guys that we go, you were not what you were built to be. That's all I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. He's still the sixth, seventh best quarterback in the league. I just expected him to be in that Pat Mahomes, Joe Burrow, rarefied air, and he's not.
1: Not yet. Not yet. He still could be.
2: Okay. You, you get a lot of, trust me, you're saying the same thing a lot of people did. And then as soon as I responded with, yeah, I, I mean, because it took five years for Pat and Joe too. That's.
1: Well, no, a but point. I mean, there's, there, there are not many people that are in that category and I get, we were told that he was supposed to be in that category. He's
2: a limited edition. Uh, exactly. One of
1: three. But still, I, I mean, you also said yesterday that you feel like Tua is better than him, and I don't. If you had to win a game right now, point. you had to bet
2: your house on it. You are taking Tua, Tongue of or Trevor Lawrence.
1: Same weapons. Uh, I'll take Trevor. The, the weapons that
2: they currently have. I mean, I'm not switching their teams or doing anything ridiculous like that. But well, we'll see.
1: To me, that's well, yeah. Tua's got better weapons, so by right. by how much? A he's great got, deal.
2: He, I don't agree with you.
1: Jalen Waddle is Jaylen, not Jaylen, vastly Jaylen, better than Christian Kirk. Or Zay Jones.
2: I would say Christian. Well, okay, you're going to Zay. Who's the three? You're forgetting Calvin Ridley, who to me is a top ten no, receiver that's, in this t- league. To
1: me, you can say if you want to, you can say that's a wash with with Tyreek. I will mm-hmm. disagree with you, but I, I still, mean it's I,
2: not a wash to me. They're slightly okay. they're slightly less.
1: But that's what I'm saying. Like okay, so the ones cancel each other out. Jalen Waddle is vastly better to me than Christian Kirk.
2: So. It depends on what you mean by vastly. We're, I still we're think mincing Cr- words I, I mean, I think Christian Kirk's a top 20 weapon in the league. Okay. He, he had one game where he didn't get that kind of usage. And then, oh, weird, week two, he did. I'm just saying, you've given Trevor Lawrence all of the all of the things he needs to make that step, and he hasn't done it yet. Mm-hmm. Could he do it this year? Sure. Would it shock me? No. I'm just saying he hadn't done it yet. Yep. And that Kansas City game was a was an opportunity to show that he had, and he didn't do it. Okay. So, I I still have some reservations about Jacksonville. And if you look at the six teams in front of them, uh, there's a consistent there.
1: Mm-hmm. Number six. The
2: Baltimore Ravens.
1: Injuries just
2: don't stop. No. With this team. And that's the thing is... Uh, how long can you just keep mass uniting a, a team and still be this good? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't even feel like Lamar's been... I wanted to say good right there. He's been good. He just hasn't been special. And you're still in this boat where you, yes, you were challenged by
1: Cincinnati, but you're doing up. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you credit for going on the road and getting a tough win and in, in division. That was great. Hold on. I have to
2: answer this. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, Steven Towner, because I heard this a lot. So I, I, I feel as though I need to say this for all the people that said it to me. Steven Tau said, uh, Pat Mahomes got to sit his first year. Trev- Trevor got Urban Meyer. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow got uh, blowed out knee. Zach Taylor, in the worst offensive line I've ever seen. Uh, came back off that and was better than anything I've ever seen Trevor Lawrence do. Yep. That's the only point I was trying to make.
4: Mm-hmm. That's it.
2: Yeah. Not saying he's Brock Purdy. That's not what I said. Just saying. So, anyway. Yep. Baltimore, uh, really good at football. But, man, you need a better team doctor or something. Uh, that's that's all I can say.
1: Mm-hmm. But coming up, Baltimore still going to roll off a bunch of wins. They got the Colts next, so that's that should be a lopsided affair. And then you go to the Browns and the Steelers in back to back weeks, and that's just it's just going to be rough all year long for everybody in that division because these teams are so good. Number five. The Philadelphia Eagles. Still, this feels low to me, but from what they've put out there. I
2: mean, you're, you're looking at the four teams ahead of them. Which one would
1: you I, take? And I know, I know, but it still just feels low. But then when you saw Thursday night, and they allowed the Vikings to scrape their way back into it, I, I'll be honest with you, it, it, it kind of made me clench my stomach a little bit. Thinking of how good I thought this team was going to be. And I get it's early in the season. But that's not a good Minnesota team. No. And for you to allow them to, I'm not going to say make it interesting, but at least on the scoreboard, it looked interesting. It's a little bit of a warning side, but I think you're going to be just fine. You came in here talking about uh, Jalen Hurts and how he's. What was? What, I can't remember. Your take was not that Jalen Hurts is bad. It's just uh,
2: Brian Johnson is currently running a college system there that it was. is just not. What he's trying to do is not going to work in the NFL because I mean that's where his experience is as a play caller is in college. Mm-hmm. And I thought a lot during that Minnesota game, man. There's a lot of quarterback powers, and it, it took him forever to understand to just run. They're giving you six yards of carry. Because Brian Flores is terrified of you being beat over the top,
4: mm-hmm.
2: so and then Jalen missed a couple throws. AJ Brown was beside himself. Somebody said to me that it was because Devonte Smith was getting number one targets. That's happened multiple times. I've never seen AJ Brown that angry. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that horses not zebras. That kind of falls back into Brian Johnson, and he ain't feeling as hunky dunky as he did with Shane Steichen. Mm-hmm. Can it get better? Absolutely. But I
1: can't have you ahead of any of these teams that are in front of them right now. Yeah, no. Uh, You got a chance to get right this week against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday Night Football, and we'll we'll see how that looks. If it looks clunky again, and this is a close game, then it, it might be time for a little concern on the part of the Philadelphia Eagles. There again, they're number five in the league, so we're just splitting hairs at this point. Correct. Number four. The Kansas City Chiefs.
2: There's still something slightly off about that offense. And, and and what is that? It just, I don't know. And, and I've heard a lot of people say it's the, the be enemy factor. I don't agree with that in any way. I mean, I feel like Andy Reid's still here, so mm-hmm. it just Matt looks Nagy a little. Matt is what? Well, Matt Nagy is awful, but it, it just looks a little out of sorts. I think it's going to sort itself out. Somebody is going to have to differentiate themselves as that second target. Because I feel like. The, the Jaguars took Travis Kelsey away in the first half. Yep. They, they were dedicated. You will beat us any other way but him. We could care less. We'll give you the runs. You don't really seem apt to take them. Uh, we'll, we'll give you any other guy because we don't think any of them could beat us. Mm-hmm. Then Travis Kelsey broke out and did what Travis Kelsey does. And you can dedicate your coverage to me. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. The, the problem that I have with Kansas City is that they're, they're just throwing a lot of things receiver-wise at the wall and seeing what sticks. Mm-hmm. And I ain't see anything sticking. Yes, yeah, Scott Moore can hit a big one because he's really fast. Yeah, Kadarius Toney, if you can get the ball in his hands, can do good things. What's going to happen consistently? And when I look at the three teams ahead of them, I'm seeing much more consistent. Splitting hairs, Kansas City is still really formidable. And if you told me they won another Super Bowl, it wouldn't shock me in the least. Yeah. I just have not been overly impressed so far. You find a way to win a game, you lost one that you probably shouldn't have. These things sort themselves out. But Kansas City plays a murderer's row.
1: So you better figure it out pretty quick. Not having Kansas City as the number one team in the AFC feels weird. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying it feels very, very weird weird we got two more nfc teams one more afc afc team to go let's take a quick break pay some bills when we come back we'll wrap up the week three power rankings with the top three
6: real estate isn't about properties it's about people i'm clarissa hyatt zach with exp realty your native realtor serving all of western north carolina I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com, or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process.
1: We're back, counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by Monster Brewing. Number one, beat
2: the heat unleash the beast with bold familiar flavors zero caffeine and zero sugar
1: number two running the option
2: there's four to choose from white haze each perfect scary berries and my personal favorite mean green
1: and number three at six percent abv max protect
2: always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over
1: beast unleashed available at your local retailer
2: Are you Beer City's best fantasy football player? Your chance to prove it is back. The Sportsocracy's Battle for the Belt is back for year two with two ways to win. Our standard contest and the new Eliminator Challenge for the most hardcore of football fans. Play fantasy football with us every week of the NFL season and compete for a cause with proceeds benefiting Evelyn Charity's St. Nicholas Project. Register today at thesportsocracy.com and take your shot at the title of Beer City's Fantasy Football Champion.
1: back here in the angle studio on espn asheville we are the sportsocracy be sure to subscribe to the youtube channel check us out we got all these shorts going out it's been jeremy's been putting in a lot of work on the uh on the short videos
2: i've got a uh i got a solid uh arse impression in this chair because i've been in it for a real long time
1: Uh, It is a Power Rankings Tuesday, week three Power Rankings this week. We are into the top three at number three for you, Jeremy Green, is... The San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, San Francisco 49ers coming in at three. Um, All right. Why are they not higher than this? Uh, Because there are two teams that I don't think they can beat.
4: That's how I do
2: Power Rankings. All right. You go up against each other one on one. You meet on a neutral field. Mm-hmm. Who wins? Mm-hmm. And I look at the two that are in front of them, and I think they would beat San Francisco because Brock Purdy is just good enough.
1: Yes, he is just good enough.
2: Now that works, and you can. Uh, there's a possibility you could win a Super Bowl that way. Mm-hmm. Because I am getting to the point of okay, how many times do you have to keep doing this? But while I have my fingers stuck in my ears, yep. Good do then- I do I still believe? Do I do I still have major questions? Yes, but he is the definition of that league average quarterback that's just doing what Kyle Shanahan's asking.
1: Absolutely. Won 30-23 over the Rams this past week. Christian McCaffrey was out there doing CMC-type things, and this team is just good enough. They have enough weapons, their defense is solid, and they're going to win a lot of games.
2: They have a great big liability, though, that we will talk about more
1: as the season moves on. Uh, Number two this week. The Miami Dolphins. All right, so the Miami Dolphins, obviously we know the passing game is there this past week against the Patriots. Raheem Mostert, they flexed a little muscle in the running game as well. That was enough to move them up to number two for Jeremy. The offense is special.
2: With Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb, they get home just enough, and when they get Jalen Ramsey back, they can stop number one receivers. Xavier mm-hmm. Howard looks better than he did last year. So when he's the two and this team's at full strength, I don't really know how you're supposed to beat them. Yep, Teams will, Yep, and Tua still does things that are maddening. He threw an interception against New England. Christian Gonzalez just baited him. He still does that, which makes me nervous. But that offense is special, and I saw that thing from, from McDaniel that I've been looking for, which is w- when they take away the deep ball, can you figure out to take the layup and run the ball? And he finally did.
1: Yep. Nobody slings his game around like Xavier and Howard. Google it. And number one for week three. For <laughs> Nick Cannon of the NFL. <laughs> number one for week three the Dallas Cowboys uh, look when you win 40 to nothing in week one you go to number one in the power rankings and then you win 30 to 10 yeah you're gonna stay at number one Micah Parsons is the best defensive
2: player I've ever seen it's not even close wow not even close he is indefensible, mm-hmm. and you add that to those two corners and they're the best team in the league and can I tell you that they're going to pay this off? No, I can't. They could go into the playoffs and lay a big old grumper, but I can tell you they're going to be there, and I can tell you that you're going to have to go into their house and beat them.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Short an injury. Short if somebody gets hurt. I don't see how they're not the one seed in the, in, in the NFC. Yep. And the, the NFC championship goes through Dallas, and I don't think any of you are beating them in
1: there. There's your week three power rankings here in the Sportsocracy. It is ESPN Asheville tomorrow. Last time this season that we have an interruption because of Atlanta Braves baseball. We'll have the, off, the, the afternoon off tomorrow. I'm going to go play a little golf. Uh, there will be a
2: slew of things going out on the YouTube, so check us out there. And I'll try to put it in this window because you're used to being here with us at noon every weekday.